Because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. <laughs> it's always hunting season. Breaking news. What, what, what's this? I'm Donna Dunley with breaking news. Pennsylvania's favorite funny man, Shecky Von Rathbone, had died. Shecky was eaten alive last night by an irate heckler. Your mom is so stupid, uh, she stared at a cup of orange juice for 12 hours because it said concentrate. You call that jokes? A guy got what he deserved. I gotta get a job. I mean, working at a mirror factory is uh, something I could totally see myself doing. Sexy. The remains of Shecky were taken to the Dew Drop-In funeral home. <laughs> Shecky's death comes just hours after the passing of his brother, Shelley von Rathbone, world-renowned astrophysicist, sometimes referred to as the smartest God, man on so Earth. Silicon carbide grains are present in refractory inclusions. Uh, mere child could trace its origins. Shelley's body also lies in state at the Dew Drop-In funeral home. Although it is unlikely that anyone but a complete moron, and I do mean complete moron, would ever confuse these two men. Hello! <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to another amazing, groundbreaking, one-of-a-kind, and emergency episode of Monster oh. Hunters! The only show that shuns shunning for one night only to watch the new Rob <laughs> Zombie movie reboot of a 60-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am a monster hunter sitting across the aisle. The Frankenstein-headed aisle here at the movie theater is Sean DMC himself, Keith. Uh, hey, what's up? This is KG, and man, I I can't believe they got this aisle to be shaped like a Frankenstein monster head. <laughs> no. It's amazing. Just the neck, at least. You pulled some strings here, Derek. It's great to get us a special screening. Yep. Yeah, and sitting behind me, who won't stop kicking my seat, <laughs> is, is the Dr. Dre of Kansas himself, Terry. Sorry, I've just got the, the what crazy lake syndrome. I'm so excited. I'm just crazy kicking around. legs. <laughs> right. He's so bad, but he doesn't want to right. get up and miss any of this movie. Oh, that that is me to a T right there. Yes. Uh, every time I go to theater, I get way too much soda, and then I have to pee about 30 minutes in. So... Yeah, anyways, I'm good. I'm a monster hunter and how uh, it's fresh meat. How often are we able to say that? You know, usually we're hunting ancient, you know, like <laughs> digging deep into the ground, uncovering this dirt, finding some monsters DVDs in the the and you know, just buried beneath the surface. But now this time it's like it came straight to us, young and virile. Oh my god. Young and virile. What I prefer you... how they did it in the old country, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you had to dig them up. <laughs> If you haven't guessed, we are here to talk about the freshly released Young and Virile reboot of the Munsters, uh, <laughs> written, directed by the one and only Rob Zombie, and its movie is mm. called The Munsters. It's available on Netflix. Less than 24 hours it's been Less on Netflix. Than, it, has, it has not been out very long. Our dedication to this is amazing. It is. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that too. 
And so what we're going to do with this emergency episode, the first half, we are going to talk spoiler-free, spoiler-free about this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, you're like, boy, do I need to see this movie? And you want to know without spoilers, listen to the first half. Then we'll give you a fair warning. And after that, put the kids to bed and uh, pour yourself a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. uh, Sit down next to the fire and get ready for the spoiler, (laughs) the spoiler full (laughs) conversation. That'll be Monster Hunters after dark. Mm. Monster Hunters after dark. Yes, that's another Patreon episode. Um, I, I will say though, I mean, if you're thinking, hey, the first half of this and then the second half will get the spoilers, and you go, man, normally a 22 minute episode takes them like an hour and 40 minutes. Um, no, it's it's not. We won't we won't do that long for no. uh, for this entire thing. No, no, we're we're going to forego almanacking and skumaing. We're gonna get right to the <laughs> the nitty gritty. All my well, can I can I just uh, I did do a little of a deep dive myself. Not did a, you? like yes. Uh, so I don't know how familiar you guys with like Rob Zombie's movies. Honestly, I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses, and that was the moment where I said, "I think I've seen enough." <laughs> um, I've seen that, and I've seen his, his Halloween remake. Okay, okay. And if he's made other stuff, I'm not sure. Well, he has because, you know, I was like, Derek, I was like, I saw House of a Thousand Corpses and I think I saw the Halloween remake, too. And I was like, I don't really like Rob Zombie's movies. But when this movie was announced, I took it upon myself all last week to watch all of his movies. <laughs> when it was announced, you said the week before this comes yep. out, I'm going to binge <laughs> <Exactly>. them all. <laughs> yeah. I uh, pushed it off until the very last minute and ended up watching like six Rob Zombie movies last week. And well, you're a brave soul. What would you discover? <sighs> um. Yeah, I don't think Rob Zombie movies are necessarily for me, um, but I did like a couple. I liked Devil's Rejects, which is a sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses, ironically. So that one was pretty good, I thought. Um, and I liked another one that was called uh, Lord of Salem. It was okay. I didn't love any of them, to be fair. Uh, his style is just kind of weird and not really. It's kind of gross and I don't know. I always call it like Hellbilly, like it's like albums or whatever. Hellbilly mm-hmm. style. And that, that's just kind of gross and gritty. And it's like because characters are always kind of obnoxious for the most part. So I don't really like that. Um, but you know what? He did surprise me a couple times. So I'll give him some credit where it's due. Congrats on making me kind of like Lord of Salem. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Not pretty good. I thought it was okay. And I thought Devil's Rejects was pretty good. I'll give that one a pretty good, but Besides oh, that, I say did, you could skip all the rest of his movies. Did you hunt down his uh, his one episode of CSI Miami? No, I didn't know he did he that. Yes, an episode of CSI. <laughs> we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break here. I gotta go right now. I yeah. watch that. Put this shit on pause. Yeah. We gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say so. I've seen. I saw House of a Thousand Corpses, and I was like, I, okay, I I guess. I know. I saw. Halloween. I don't think I saw his Halloween 2 movie, but I also definitely know I've seen the trailer for Werewolf Women of the SS because uh, I did see uh, the Grindhouse movies. Oh, I forgot he did that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch that as part of my no, we're going to have to pause for like 40 minutes now. I got to go back and watch those both. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just thought I'd mention um, it. You know, I, I was trying to get in the headspace. You know, I wanted to get excited about this movie because, you know, the trailer I was a little bit lukewarm on. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. It didn't look that great, I didn't think. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, like, get into the head of Rob Zombie as best I can. I'm going to watch all his stuff. 
And I think it might have worked a little bit. I was getting a little more excited as I went because I was like, oh, I'm excited to see him try something different. <laughs> his uh his one of like his one of his bigger songs, Dragula, that is apparently named after the one of the other monster vehicles that will we eventually get to learn about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I so I he he has something there where he's he's into the monsters apparently. He's a fan. Yeah, there's like a lot of characters named Herman in his movies, so that's like kind of a I feel like that's a nod. That can't be coincidence. And then there I sent you guys a video. There was like in Halloween 2, it was uh yeah, like a pretty big monsters reference as well. So mm-hmm. With Jeff a, Daniel yeah. Phillips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, uh... Daniel Roebuck and <laughs> Jeff Daniel yeah. Phillips. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I was like, oh, you know what? He he does like them because he sprinkles like little references here and there throughout all his movies. So sure, it's hopefully a good sign. We'll talk about it, but yeah. Well, let, let's get into this, right? So this movie just came out, directed, written, directed by Rob Zombie, stars Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman, Daniel Roebuck as Grandpa, aka the Count, Sherry Moon Zombie as Lily. And then uh, others, uh, which Patrick's in there, Elvira's in there, or because I'm sorry, Cassandra Peterson, who plays Elvira, isn't there? It's not character Elvira. Uh, Jorge Garcia from Lost is in there. Um, anybody else of note? I think Pat oh, Priest does a voice. There's um, the guy who, what's his name? I don't want to necessarily spoil it, but. Wolfgang, I think his name is Wolfgang. I think that's another character oh, or another guy who uh, is in a Richard lot of Rob Zombie movies. Break or mm-hmm. Rocky? I don't know. B-R-A-K-E. Yeah. I don't know. He, he looked mildly familiar, but not enough for me to go. Oh, I know that guy. Uh, I love that IMDb's like listing. Like when you look it up for like who's in this movie, um, they list Elvira first. Yes. And then, and then go with everyone else after that. And I'm like, really? I I think the cast listing on IMDb is dynamic based upon popularity and search results. Yeah, I that that would have to be it. But I'm still like, now I'm like, well, she's probably is more popular than the other people in this movie. Yeah, even even yeah. today, probably yeah, probably the most popular of them all. To be honest. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna do this. We're gonna talk about things. Did you like. did you did you mention Butch Patrick? I did the yeah. voice of the Tin Can Man. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the things we liked or loved or tolerated. And then we're going to talk about the things that needs work. Maybe we'll talk about some specific things, but we're going to avoid spoilers. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. We're going to do that for as long as we can. Okay. Cool. All right. So this movie came out. Uh, What are some things that we liked about this movie? We'll start with the positives. What are things that we liked about this movie? Uh, I like Daniel Roebuck as grandpa. I thought he did a really good job as grandpa. He really like encompassed. He kind of like he wasn't an exact copy. He didn't feel like an imitation or anything. He felt like he Mm. was referencing the original, but he was still kind of had his own thing going on. And I really like his look as well. I thought he looked really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of big curly mustaches in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. and weird bear beards that's been the thing for me since we first saw the trailer was i thought he looked awesome mm-hmm. and i thought herman like i really every time we saw a trailer or anything i or any pictures i saw of the movie i was like man he looks so awkward it takes me out of it every single time yeah like just the makeup job they did on him 
throws me off. But yeah, Grandpa, look, he looks great in in the whole thing. Yeah, agreed. I I liked some of the visuals, mm-hmm. and and I liked the weird world building stuff, like mm-hmm. the the posters in the hallway when Herman is a rock star. Yes. Yes. Like that stuff was really cool. Um, I like that. I kind of like the lab to some extent. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like the lab in the, or not the lab, but the inside the castle I thought was cool. Those visuals were neat. And even though it is like almost too campy, I kind of like the rubber suit monsters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I the visuals were interesting because, you know, monsters are black and white. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of I saw a lot of complaints about like, oh, I had the shooting in black and white. And I think most of the time that the colors, the crazy colors that he does or they actually he actually pulls it off fairly well. I think it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell that he had a pretty low budget. Um, yeah. But I think he hides it with all these crazy colors pretty well for the most part. I think he overdoes it a couple of times, but for like. Sure. Yeah, I like the. Um, I agree. I think those like yeah, kind of goofier looking costumes work more for the movie than against it as well. I kind of like that. Uh, I, we'll get into it more when we get to the spoiler part. But I, there is a segment of this movie that I actually was like, I dig this, and I kind of wish is exactly where they would have started with. Because uh, eventually, there is a time where you do eventually get to some things where they start making references that we've talked about over and over again. Yes. There's there's like there's one segment where like they hit a whole bunch of things in a row and I'm like, oh, ha, that's fun. Uh, you know, it, it just kind of callbacks to actual monster things. It just takes so long to get to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they thought they made a big deal about him replicating the entire house and like how they used the blueprints from those those other people's uh, version of it. And, yeah. and they made this perfect replica of the house. I don't why. Uh, I guess. Yeah. To um, make sure the last 10 minutes has something in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looked good from yeah. the outside, though. When they showed that shot, I thought it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. I'll tell you what. One thing I abs- I actually loved about this movie. Loved, loved, loved. And it was only 45 seconds, maybe a minute. Herman's Rock Band. Yes. It was the most well done part of the entire movie. Wasn't expecting it, but I really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, okay, so again, like we mentioned, it seems like Rob Zombie, yeah, Rob Zombie, he is a fan of the monsters. But part of me also looks at this and like he went into a pitch meeting and was like, hey, I want to make a movie about some goofy monsters doing stuff. And they were like, well, the monsters were goofy. What about that? And he's like, sure. Because like you said, Derek, he builds like this, like his his version of Transylvania. Like the mm-hmm. world building that he does is great. And then you have Herman in this rock band. It's like, wh- why not just do like a goofy universal monster movie? Well, I mean, they were trying for a while. I remember to do like universal shared universe, universal mm-hmm. monster thing. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Or, R.I.P. or in uh, rest in um, pieces pieces yeah <laughs> scattered God, across it. the seven corners of the earth may they never reassemble yeah. or the yes. dark overlord will appear once again he yeah. forms a potato and we all yes. sinks down to hell yep and then we got to go down and scoom and find him yeah uh 
I, I just felt like I'm like, he seems to have put something together. It just doesn't seem like like it's a monster thing. He just he he had a plan to do something and then they were like, Will Green lit this whole thing, but you gotta use the monsters. And he's like, I like them anyhow, so let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like as I was watching, I was like, I don't think he was intentionally trying to do it, but it, this is what it made me think of was in Hellboy two when mm. Hellboy and the crew go to like the monster swap meet. Oh yeah, you know like what I'm talking the... about. <laughs> like he, zombie doesn't achieve that level of cool, but it's no. like, oh, this is this kind of could have been like that. The best mm-hmm. part of Hellboy two, if he would have done that, and he just didn't pull it off. Sorry. Right. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the the rock band thing. Kind of felt like you know we talk about Herman. He's kind of a sh- a showboat once he gets on stage like i was like you know this kind of fits i think like in a weird way for him to be he's like a very like yeah rock star persona <laughs> it was, was kind of interesting i thought it was i thought it worked for what we i loved it before. and i love that know? the lyrics were his jokes yes <laughs> it's funny yeah yeah and i think that look is from the show we just haven't gotten to that episode yet where he has like a oh, outfit on really yeah. yeah yeah i think that comes up at some point you know, oh, I, and I want to say probably about two thirds, maybe three quarters of the way through watching this, I was like, you know what? Like, we don't know how long they've been in Mocking at Mockingbird Lane when we meet them in 1963. True. So as we're watching this, even though it's obviously a little bit more modern time, I don't think it's the 60s, but it's also not. It's not 2000s or anything mm. like that. Um, I was like, you know what? This is really supposed to be young Lily and young Herman at this point in time. So if they're then coming over to America and coming into Mockingbird Heights, so like, like the Transylvania stuff we see is all while they're still young. And what we're seeing now, like what we actually watch now in the monster stuff, the the nineteen sixty three stuff is they're now older and they're you know just kind of like all right, well this is what we do. We go to the parlor, we do whatever. Now where they at one time were like, you know running around doing crazy stuff, being in a rock band, you know, all these different things. And as it took me a little bit to realize that, and I think maybe that lightened up my view of the movie a little bit, Mm. Uh, not much, but, um, but I, I, cause I was trying to figure out, I'm like, I don't, I can't connect this back uh, to what I'm used to watching with these guys. Sure. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Now, I've never seen the 1980s monster show, mm-hmm. Monsters Today or whatever. Is it possible that this leans more into some of that at all? Oh, I hope to God not. I have no idea. Yeah. Rob Zombie's older than we are, Keith. So you think that the monsters would have been his champ? Yeah. Like him and his wife are in their 50s. Mm. I mean, all I'm the old school monsters should be everybody's jam of, of any of the monster stuff, but you know, I don't know. Well, you know what? That's just like Star Wars, Keith. We grew up with the the original trilogy. The good stuff. Some people grew up with the prequels. The and bad think stuff. Those are good. And then <laughs> the like sequel, some other people trilogy. will have grown up with the sequels, right? And it's just it's just personal preference. I understand the rest that. The bad stuff. I have no problem with whatever. Uh, but yeah. So have we gone over all the things that we liked? Uh, I'll Gary, say do you have more. Yeah. I- I'm going to give it credit. It did. I did think some parts were funny. I won't go into specifics because um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about it in spoilers or whatever, but you know, like we talk about some of the music. I thought some of the music was really weird, but it made me laugh for some reason. Like it was just so mm. 
random um like the herman thing there's a couple other songs they played i'm just like wait what Mm -hmm. they're kind of funny um and there are a few other moments here and there I, i don't think it's hilarious by any means but every once in a while they do get into like a a kind of a pretty funny moment here and there that i was like okay you know what that that felt pretty monstery and it was like more top of the line monstery than some of the monster stuff i've seen so sure okay good for you yeah anything else that i liked uh i will hold off and reference during the spoiler spoiler. part because yeah all right so now let's do this for the the non-spoiler version of what needs work is this like middle ground or like this can this go into bad stuff? This well? just be whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, this is this is the we're, needs work is a polite way of saying oh, then uh, not like. Yeah, <laughs> sucked. Oh, um, oh, I have a laundry list. So Sherry uh, Moon as Lily was horrible. I thought I did not like her performance very much. Um, it was grating yeah. on me. It yeah. just whereas the grandpa guy, Daniel Roebuck, felt like he like really like fit into the character. Well, it felt like Lily was or sherry moon was fit, trying to like squeeze into lily but it wasn't working it just felt like an impression and she wasn't really doing a good impression either it was just For like sure. kind of annoying that that's what got me thinking of the oh she's a lot younger than the lily that we're used to seeing oh okay you know so she's you know just a little more lively she doesn't stuff to talk and, yet <laughs> oh that too yeah um it's like only 150 years old keith in the movie that lilt that she yeah. keeps well, doing hey derek still. that's that's the new hundred um yeah, that's true boy uh <laughs> you know what derek you you have a laundry list why don't we go through yours i'm sure most of things that terry and i'll probably end up picking on are probably right. on your list so my needs work terry t- touched on that the acting just <laughs> rough across the board i and and when it's one person you'd be like oh man that person just isn't very good but when it's the entirety of the cast, yeah, you're like, that's bad directing, right? <laughs> it's got to be, yeah. right? If everyone acts as if they're reading off of a card like this and saying their lines, that is not good. It's not good. Yeah, I, I agree for the most part. I think, yeah, Lily's performance is the worst, I think, or, you know, yes. Terry Moon, who plays Lily, not the character Lily herself. Um, but uh, I think um, Jeff Daniel Phillips, he's kind of more in the middle for me. I think sometimes yeah. he's pretty good, and sometimes he's kind of falls into that same trap that uh, Sherry Moon does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, yeah, a lot of the supporting cast. I was surprised that the what's her name, the person who plays Elvira, she was like one of the better actors. I thought, no, really, <laughs> yeah. So the acting, which leads into the directing, which leads into the script, yeah, is abysmal I, absolutely abysmal I, like i don't have any nice way of saying it the story yeah. from a to z i don't even know if it's a story it's not that's my biggest complaint honestly mm. it's like there's no like ups and downs there's no like you know arcs or like you know there's it doesn't feel like it's building to anything it just feels like he's like well here's how the monsters got here and here's how they did this and here's yes. how they did that and then it's like then it became referential was yeah. there a need like because we are almost 60 years removed from when they were originally on TV, that there was a need to really establish who like their backstory and stuff. Cause the, no. the whole, the whole idea of, Oh, uh, you know, somebody's going to swindle them out of something still, still actually works. 
you just didn't need to set up but that, the, the whole like you, you could have you could have done a very quick part of that in like 15 minutes of like how everybody got together and then dropped us into mockingbird lane very early on and and done something where mm. somebody was swimming them out of the house or something like that and and you could have and you could have made that that type of thing work there and he went for like some weird like origin story thing yeah uh my my whole and this was even before i even watched it but even now more is like when we we we, we watch the, the normal monster episodes we go through them we poke a lot of fun at it and we talk about things that we like uh there's a lot of episodes that we don't care much for mm-hmm. but i think a lot of that ends up also having to deal with the fact that it is from like the early days of sitcom. We, it was probably great when if we were growing up then, mm-hmm. as opposed to now. And so that's I think we're a little critical of that. You can't tell me that somebody other than Rob Zombie could have taken this because I really think they could have had something if they had like a Guillermo del Toro putting something together, or you know, you could pick some other you know director and writer combo or something like that that actually could have put together an actual really good movie using these characters. For, oh, it, did, for sure. it didn't have to be super camp or anything. And I'm just like, how did like, cause you got the, the Wednesday uh, Adams family, like, like reboot thing again, coming out uh, on Netflix in like another month or whatever it is. And that actually looks kind of, it, it looks like it could be good. And it, it's got people who actually are like really good at making movies. Rob mm-hmm. zombie, as we were discussing in the beginning, he's not, I, this just seems like a huge miss by the like studio that helped put all this together to not get somebody to like really like create some because you could actually have like sequels and stuff if you put together something good here. I think it's a huge disservice, and that's yeah. not and that's us not even like loving the monsters show. We like it, we're not in love with it, and then they just went and did this, and I'm like, I, I don't understand any of anybody who would have looked at anything he wrote down and said, "Yep, just keep it rolling." Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think I get I'm guessing because the budget was so minimal, like they how could they even offer input on it? <laughs> like, right? Yeah, I like, don't think they you cared, just do whatever. Honestly, yeah. But the script and the story is so bad that you can't make good out of this. And it it almost feels like a first draft. Like you wrote it down. There's no editing. There's no self-editing. There's no like brevity to anything. It is every scene is minimum five minutes, minimum. And this is an hour and 40 minute movie that could have been 60 minutes, could have been 30 Mm, minutes. It feels long. Yeah. And it is just every scene is so wrought and long. So the script, the for a comedy, I didn't laugh once. I didn't even smile. I don't think during this movie. Oh, I I laughed a few times, but that's because I like uh, dad jokes. Yeah, there were some pretty funny. But dad jokes. but those those are straight up like out of a book though. Yeah. Yep. Those are like hundred best dad jokes. You could Google that on the website and find them. Right? Yeah. There's just nothing. I just yeah, I think the humor I, I, I think that's a weakness of yeah, on the part of Rob Zombie too. He's not a humor director, a comedy director. I don't know why I'm a humor director, but he's not a comedic yeah. director, really. Maybe um, humor in like the classical sense of the four humors, bile <laughs> and uh, yes, and saliva, you know, whatever. He's definitely blood. that. Yes, that's amazing. He is a humor director. <laughs> um, 
you know, like uh, Devil's Rejects is kind of, I see it as kind of like a black comedy. It's kind of gross and gnarly, but I, I see it through more of a comedic lens. And I think that's what he's going for. But this is just like a very like broad, like it's supposed to be obviously comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not like presented in a way. Like I think some of the actors are like, these jokes could be funny if they were like presented in a more like capable director's hands, maybe, or like it was shot better or framed mm-hmm. better, cut better. Um, but yeah, it just feels like it's, None of, none of them are landing because, yeah, they, I don't know if even I mean, maybe these actors aren't, you know, used to doing com- comedy or whatever. But you're right. I think the, it's just they're not landing because I don't think he's used to writing that way. And I don't think he's used to directing stuff like that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like him and Sherry just sat around one night having some wine and wrote something down. So I wrote down an example of why the script and the jokes are terrible. All okay. right. So there's two characters in this movie. One is named Floop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the big dimwit that is like the hunched back assistant to the Dr. Frankenstein, but it's not Dr. Frankenstein. I don't even know his name is Dr. Wolfgang. Wolfgang yep. Something. Henry I just Wolfgang. wrote it down, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they're out grave robbing because they're building Herman. That's the first eternity of this movie. Uh, and the doctor's like, we need to go get the second smartest brain in the world. Then Floop says, why don't we steal the first smartest brain in the world? And then dude goes, because I'm still using it. Then Floop goes, wow, conceited much? And dude goes, not conceited, just dropping ice cold facts. <laughs> that made me laugh, actually. What? <laughs> ice <laughs> cold facts? Holy was- shit, it's a Keystone commercial from 1998. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't wow. Know that. <laughs> I was like out here out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what? Oh god. <laughs> it was so bad. The dialogue was so bad. The jokes <sighs> were whiffs. And yeah. then you said it earlier, Terry, if it was cut better. I the pacing slash the editing of this movie is terrible. Just terrible. So slow, mm-hmm. so overwrought, so overdrawn. I will also say, Derek, you did nail it. Like when we first talked about the trailer and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, there, is, there is like a giant montage scene, and they showed us a bunch of those clips, like throughout the the trailer. Uh, you know the oh yeah 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 um, the whole thing when they're singing the um, oh yeah Tony Bono song, and it's all those like little things, and they showed them to us in very clip form in the trailer, and you're like, oh. I bet you this all takes place over like five minutes. And it does. It does. Yeah. 100%. 100%. This commercial or this commercial. God, it feels like a commercial for Rob Zombie's <laughs> commercial for Rob Zombie's twisted mind. Um, From the it, twisted mind. <laughs> it felt like a vision of the 60s from the 90s. Yeah. Packaged for 2022 with like some neon and that was it like it was it just it wasn't it wasn't anything of to note in my opinion yeah it was weird i'm kind of with uh i don't know it's like because there's two sections there's like the section where they hang out in transylvania for most of it and they they go to like normal society for a little bit too and i really wish they would just stuck with one because it did feel weird like i don't know it there's just a lot of stuff like plot yeah. wise. It's like they, it feels too spread out. Like they should have focused in on one plot point. Like, yeah, 
Lily meeting Herman. That's a great story. We could have just done that the whole movie, you know, or, you know, there's, yeah. there's like a whole scheme afoot. Like we could have focused on that, but there's a, there's a lot more than that, that they focus on. And yeah. Or it's detriment. I'd say. I mean, you could just spend 15 minutes introducing us to all the characters and montaging how they got married and just got us into something we kind of knew. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded if they just started off like a normal episode and like they're already at, you know, Mockingbird Lane, no Transylvania needed, you know, just like a normal feature length episode or something, I think would have been kind of fun. But I th- the some of the Transylvania is, stuff was good, yeah. though, so I don't know. Like this could be one of those things where like when they do those that oh, don't forget that one time, you know, and they could have just kept flashing back to weird stuff all the time, I guess. No, like, yeah, didn't do that. And what's funny, Keith is they did spend 15 minutes introducucing us to the characters well they spent 15 minutes introducing us to each one so that was 45 minutes and then uh no and they, and they the got first in. 15 minutes of this movie are all is all here no, I'm, I'm talking like the whole thing like they meet get married it's all within like 15 minutes and then and and just get us all the way to mockingbird lane that quickly oh I, I agree and then roll the rest of it out I mean, I, as we get further into this, I think there's about 10 minutes once they get to Mockingbird Lane. I actually loved, not loved, not loved, loved compared to the rest of it. I loved it. But like, like I actually enjoyed. And I think again, because I was like, oh, this seems like the monsters. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Terry? I don't think so. I think uh, yeah, I'm ready to move on to spoilers if you guys are. Yeah. Well, before should we, we give on, like our overall, impression? we should give a, we should give a, a score for it because okay. if you are listening to this and you don't want spoilers now is is when we'll give you the score <laughs> give you the score yes. we'll give you our <laughs> our like three out of five six out of ten he's mm-hmm. ten out of ten <laughs> and then and then pour a glass of wine get some cheese mm-hmm. we're gonna get classy and we're gonna get, get down classy and i'll go first I gave it a two, two out of ten. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So one fifth for the common denominator of that, or lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. One out of five. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say three out of ten darns, but that actually might be a good score. But yes. I, I just, I'm gonna go just three out of ten. Three out of ten. Sure. With nothing else with it. Hmm. I think I might give it. <sighs> Okay, so it's weird because, okay, even if this is like some parts I noticed are bad, like it's kind of, for me, it was like weirdly watchable, almost like even when it was bad, I was kind of like in, just enthralled with it. And mm. like, like kind of like a, I don't want to say necessarily not so bad, so good. It was just like, I don't know. It was weird. Maybe it's just because I was like, I've watched all these Monsters episodes and not just like <laughs> Monsters and like the, I wanted to see a modern interpretation. I was just curious to see where it would go next because it was moving so fast and doing all these weird things. Um, I'm going to give it, uh, my my i want to give it a 2.5 out of five <laughs> so that's what i'm going to give it i think that's so five out of ten two and a half yeah, out of five. yeah yeah maybe maybe a, i was leaning more towards a four out of ten but i'm gonna give it a five out of ten i think so mid right in the middle well that's not bad all right yeah yeah i mean so and I, once again genuine uh algorithmic uh genuine genuine real algorithmic Electro. We're gonna put this in the greatness meter. Yeah, it, it'd probably give us like a, a two crossover, one point yeah. eight maybe. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be uh, lower than all our scores combined. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, um, I will say too, I, like I said, I tried to put myself in a good mind space for that. And I think watching all those Rob Zombie movies, uh, just all in a row so fast also put my like bar incredibly low. So, you know, it can like go uphill. So maybe that's also part of why I enjoyed it. It was just something different from him. I don't know, but I mean, enjoyed it in quotations. I, I, I'm very mixed on it, but sounds like I liked it a little bit more than you guys did. Every few minutes I went, man, the mini monsters are awesome. Really? Yeah. They weren't that bad. I didn't oh, think. You know, what's one thing that is not spoilery that I need to point out what? that really bugged the absolute shit out of me. The only person in this movie that is not white, the only actor, the only non-white character in this entire movie is a down on his luck werewolf that tries to cheat everybody with his like slick street whatever. No, yeah, yeah. Lester, I hate I love Lester. Lester's my favorite <laughs> monsters character to date, still. Still, even and after this, we've only well, not anymore. We've only had him for like a brief moment in the show. Yeah, in his his version, this version of whatever, I just hated it. It was grating and skin crawly. I didn't like it either. Yeah, it felt. I didn't feel like he needed to be in the movie at all. Honestly, no, like, I, because I that, the, that's yeah. such a B plot. That's not. It's not even a B plot. That's like a D plot, and it's such a poorly structured story. That it become yeah. it makes makes you think it's a plot, but it's not because the real story is Herman and Lily getting together, and Grandpa is should be the villain. Yes, yes, right, but he's not. He's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, and like, they they even make in the trailer they do that. They hint at you in the trailer and say, "We got to get rid of this, you know, mm-hmm. this idiot Herman Munster." That's the story, and it's but in he there. doesn't, but he doesn't actually try. No. <laughs> We'll talk One about time. his attempt. We'll talk about his attempt because yes. I really want to talk about that. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's it for the semi mostly 99.9% spoiler free. If you put a HEPA filter in our podcast, you'll probably get that <laughs> like 0.1 spoiler that made it. Leak yeah, there might have been one that got through, but you know what? That's, uh, I'm going to go and say, I don't think this is like a spoiler. Like, you know, it's hard to spoil this, I feel like, because it's so broad. Yes, it's not like there's any like big twists. Like you can probably guess where it's gonna go. Like kind of from watching it. Like it's maybe there's no big revelations or anything like that. Or you know, like oh, I can't believe they were setting this up. It was like no, it's like okay, it's pretty obvious once they get to a certain point. It's like okay, I get exactly what we're doing here. There was a point. Well, we're into spoiler territory. So how do I do this? I actually kind of wrote down notes for this movie as it went on. Okay. I, I did not do the typical Monster Hunters breakdown. Okay. But, I, but do I just start from the top and work our way through? Sure. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah. Uh, let, let me grab uh, an extra water real quick. Yeah, do that. So this movie starts with five minutes of grave robbing. <laughs> yes. With a zombie that's walking around. I thought this was oh, Grandpa at first. God, yes. it was so yeah, I stupid. Did. I thought that too. It was so stupid. I think, okay, I'll give it a compliment. I think the like makeup on that zombie looked amazing. I was like, that yeah. looks kind of like the, the gross. Like, I was like, oh, geez. Like, I, I will agree that the practical monster effects, even though they were clearly rubber costumes for a lot of them. Yeah. Worked. That worked for me because it's way over the top. Yep. Yep. It, the, but the jokes surrounding him, 
This is, I don't think, yeah, it was not like framed well or acted well in the comedic fashion to work at all. They like clunk him over the head, right? And yeah. Because yeah. they want his hands? Yes. Well, yeah, the hands he, he's, of a he's piano a, player. He's a great uh, piano player, which is, which is cool because you know, Herman does play the piano quite often in the, in the, yeah, and actually pretty well uh, in Shit the show. So, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. But I, I agree, Terry, with your comment there first is, I was thinking like, oh, so maybe grandpa's been like, you know, buried away and kind of like will to it kind of thinking of like Dracula and stuff like that, mm. where like when you first when they first find like Dracula, most vampires like they're kind of worn down or something and they need to feed in order to get back to their normal selves. I yep, kind of thought that's what that zombie guy was like this, like because he even has like a bit of a mustache going. And I was like, oh, this is going to be grandpa. They're going to find him. Nope. Just some no. guy we're taking stuff from. It's it's Wolfgang and Floop. Yeah. Rounded up the pieces to make a Herman Munster. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that at first, but when I realized it was that clip you showed at the beginning, Derek, where you're like, only if you would mix these two. I was like, oh, they're making mm-hmm. Herman. I get it. Yes. Okay. Now, well, especially because that because the Shecky guy is well, actually, I think both of those guys that talk are they're both um the same actor jeff daniel phillips or whatever yeah he's he's doing both of them yeah mm. so that's that so f- the first five minutes not exaggerating five minutes are the grave robbing scene of getting this guy's fingers then we get the grandpa intro where he rises from his coffin and it hurts his back i kind of like that i thought that was funny yeah i mean it's yeah. very monsters i felt like you know that's very in the spirit of the monsters to me yeah that's probably that's why it hangs upside down all the time because that's what we did for the back. Oh yeah, see that. Oh no, yeah, that would have been we... a good joke to add in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if there was a second pass or somebody looked read the script before they started <laughs> filming, maybe they would have been in there. Hey, monster hunters are available for monsters too. <laughs> Shit. Oh yeah. Punch up. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we get that. Then we get we get introduced to Igor, who is a man. He's a man. Yes. A stutter. Kind of surprise. His grandpa's loyal assistant and and i like what we'll eventually get to later on but i was annoyed the fact that he's like igor where are you and then some guy just walks out i'm like come on <laughs> and he called him like a winged freak or something like that yeah but i'm just like come on what do we what do we do igor's a bat come on but you knew he was going to turn into a bat when you saw him as a man. You're like, all right, Grandpa's totally turning him into a bat. So I was hoping out of <laughs> I was hoping out of vengeance, but it's more just practicality. Vengeance would have been awesome. Like he tries to quit, and he's like, nope, yes. you're a bat now. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted. But then, where's Lily? Well, Lily's on a date with a horny vampire Orlock. that loves rats. Yes, mm-hmm. I kind of like this. I liked Orlock. His once again the makeup I thought looked really good on Orlock. Uh, he's yeah. uh, just a Nosferatu. Yep. version of uh you know rob zombies version of nasratu mm-hmm. and just does a lot of weird stuff yes <laughs> they go to this egyptian themed mummy restaurant yep he's apparently there every night and i guess the thought is oh he takes someone there and then kills them yeah right but he, he gets all excited about his rats and he shows all yes. his pet rat pictures <laughs> mm-hmm. and lily is bored with that yeah and then they interject here with the Lester subplot Ugh. with Lester and Zoya and Zoya's assistant husband. You don't know. Yeah. Some guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought was Ron, who I thought was Ron Jeremy first. I thought that too. 
<laughs> he's got that look. He's got that Ron Jeremy look, which is it sounds like a terrible. That sounds like a terrible SNL commercial. He's got that look, that Ron Jeremy look. You know, <laughs> like some jeans or something. Sounds like a bad disease. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know what? That's that's an that's an affliction. Yeah. I just thought of something else about the comedy while we're here. You know, like uh-huh. I, I feel like the the music plays a big part in why it doesn't work as well. Like it's very like carnival. Like this is you know it's like j- bouncy and like this is supposed to be funny. Boot 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 You know, and it's like ugh. I just find that stuff so eye rolly. It, it feels so forced when like they you overdo found, it. You found disco vampire eye rolly? No, when we get there, I love this disco vampire. Oh man! Now I'll I'll say for disco vampire. I perused the soundtrack prior to watching the movie. Yeah. And I almost hated every second of the soundtrack. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my fucking God, what is this? And <laughs> without the context of the movie to make it kind of make sense as a standalone thing, expecting like Munster's theme music. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. But so we get that Lester subplot with Zoya. It's mm-hmm. like she wants Grandpa's castle. Lester's his kid. But why is there a picture of Grandpa hanging on the wall in a heart, no less? Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll never know. I wish we never knew, <laughs> but we find out eventually. <laughs> now we cut back to Lily finishing the date, and Orlock mm-hmm. is his name. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I said that Orlock's got an ace up his sleeve. He knows the date's not going well, but he's got something for Lily. He, he's 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 taking her to the final location of I assume where all of his dates go. Yeah. And he leads her down this like neon alleyway with some weird shops. Yeah, you hear screams in the background. You hear yeah. screams in the background. This is Transylvania. I can't tell the time period because it's all over the place and inconsistent, but he gets her to what did it say? Like if the crypt is rocking, don't come a knocking. That is what yes. it said. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, so neon lights turn on this sexy vampire song comes on. <laughs> Disco vampire. I sexy love this vampire. Uh. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> and he's dancing under this neon light. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> And this is the moment we get in the trailer where Lily's got the babushka on her head, the, like the Russian hat, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I've got to leave, right?" Or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was a highlight of the first mm-hmm. fifteen minutes because it's fifteen minutes, maybe ten, uh, and then we get that. That was amazing. Yeah, I loved the. It was just out of nowhere, and it was. I did not expect him to start dancing like that. And no, and he yeah. goes on for a while. I just was just like cackling, and yeah, the crypt is rocking. And Orlock's mm-hmm. DTF. I'm just throwing that out there. He is. He's big he is. time DTF. He is. He's like, well, I'm gonna get late. I bought dinner. I get something out of this, right? Oh wait, mm-hmm. that, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's where that is angle. <laughs> Also, I, and I don't, so I don't know if you started zoning out towards the end of this or not and don't get to pay attention, but uh, there's a newspaper clipping, late, like a headline later on that talks about Warlock again. Yes, there is. Oh, yeah. I might have missed that. I saw that. Um, yeah. Just remember that Orlock loves his rats. 
and like one he had does. a hat, one would look so impish, whatever, right? Yes, yeah. not not in a Richard Gear gerbil way. He just loves his rats a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes, or um, maybe I don't know. I don't know what yeah. Orlock's into. He's definitely he has a rat freaking. for everything. That's all I yeah. know. So now, when I heard that song on Apple Music, I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> now, when I heard that song, given the context of Orlock dancing under some neon lights, I was like, "It's all right." Yeah, pretty good. We didn't hate it. So at this same time, we cut back to Grandpa watching TV. Now, can I say something real fast about TV? Yeah. This movie is an hour and 50 minutes long. They spend five minutes showing us classic TV. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. They keep showing us Abbott and Costello, Woody Woodpecker, Leave Mm -hmm. it to Beaver. Like I get what... Oh, but, is that what is that what the other one was when they all had the shirts? Yeah, that was another one. I don't know what that show was. There are so many points where people are watching TV. So I'm watching TV of people watching TV, mm-hmm. and it's old fucking TV. I don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They do too much of that, and there's too many like weird like yeah television speech, like the clip you show at the beginning. Like it's just like. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And that's where we're at right now, because Grandpa's watching TV, and then there's breaking news. Dead, dead, Shecky Green comedian, whatever his name was. Shecky Rathbone. Shecky Rathbone and his astrophysicist brother or whatever, dying Mm -hmm. on the same day, both in the same funeral home, and you'd have to be a complete moron to confuse him. Yep, and that's when I realized it's Herman. We're getting Mm -hmm. Herman. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we get the conversation that I wrote down earlier. Why don't we steal the first smartest brain in the world? Because I'm still using it. Oh, I am. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I don't understand these characters and how they act. And then that mm-hmm. just drop a nice cold facts. Oh, God damn it. I just I like I want to like floop really bad, but his his performance just isn't that great. I don't think like he, he could be good. I think in the right hands. Like, maybe it's a directing thing, too. Like you said, it's 100 percent directing. Iffy, so like there's there's moments where it's like he is kind of funny, but it's just not working at the same yeah. time. So I don't know. So now the next nine minutes, I counted out on the Netflix timeline. Did you say ninety or nine? Nine minutes. Okay. But that's a lot of time in, in a movie, right? That's mm-hmm. not that that's 10, 11, 12 pages of screenplay. Grave robbing, where we get the wrong brain, the Herman creation. Spliced yep. with Lily lamenting loneliness because she's come back. She doesn't like Orlock or whatever. And then we get that whole like Dr. Frankenstein trying to fire up Herman. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And then we get the the uh, see, this is the Rob Zombie comedy. It's alive. And he turns around. Oh, because the doctor thinks Herman's alive. And then Floop's like, no, my pet cockroach George or whatever Ugh, is yeah. alive. Fuck that. That is so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I liked the montage before that with like all the like crazy colors and like yes. the spinning things behind them. That was all good. I thought all the stuff was was actually like I hate saying things in movies are fun, but that was literally kind of fun. It's like, oh, here's yeah. here is an actual practical set. It looks like they built this out of cardboard and like modeling clay. And I'm like. I can dig that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun yeah. in that regard. 
it felt like he was going a little nuts and i like yeah like it felt like off the hinges in a good way where he was just like doing some crazy stuff yeah yeah Fruits just eating a burrito yeah yes <laughs> like that whole scene not good totally long mm. way too long too way long. too long yeah uh i i felt there was at least one very monster-esque joke in there mm. when um well well there's two things that two jokes that i liked that i kind of thought were all right but the first one was like it's alive and he's like um shouldn't it be breathing or something in order to do that and he's like oh damn it so i kind of i, I kind of like that seemed like something that like but he didn't insult them he's like thank you for your insightful and blah 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 blah. like that dr wolfgang i did not like yeah. at all but but that felt like a like a line somebody would have said in the month oh sure thing. sure sure um the other one that i that I personally liked was uh when they're trying to think of a name he's like Mm-hmm. Monster, you know, like the cheese. Like the I cheese. knew I, as soon as that happened, <laughs> I was like, "That's Keith's moment right there. He's yeah. into this movie right now." That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this that that got a whole extra star from me. Yeah, Keith gave it. What'd you give it? Four stars. Three, three. So <laughs> if it wasn't for the monster cheese joke, yep. Well, got Herman two. Monster. I'm not going to name my creation Monster. No, I said Monster, like the cheese. He's eating the <laughs> sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, womp womp. That actually gets a womp womp. No, yeah, I'm more sorry, like it. How about more excited? Like a womp womp? No, no womp, no womp womp. That's <laughs> or, or womp, womp. how about just a oh well, uh, th- yeah, oh well, no, that, that seems on. fitting. <laughs> so we get that nine minutes. That's nine minutes of movie. That's a yeah. ton of movie. That's a tenth of a normal length movie. It doesn't feel like the plot started yet at all. Yeah. Nothing has started. (laughs) Holy smokes, it sucks. And but but the doctor is like, I can't wait to we we won't let him speak now because that wouldn't be funny, right? We need to unveil him to the world first. Yeah. We get a breakfast scene, which is very monstery. Got got to have a breakfast scene. Count Lily, Igor, they're watching break. They're watching. They're eating breakfast and they're watching Good Morning Transylvania. So again, we're watching people watching TV. That yep. guy, the the Transylvania, the Good Morning Transylvania guy, looked like Buddy Hackett. And if you don't know who Buddy <clears throat> Hackett is, Google Buddy Hackett, then go to that scene. And you'd be like, oh. I think it's the same guy playing. Um, it's uh, the grandpa? grandpa. Yeah. Oh, very possible. Oh. But the makeup made him look like Buddy Hackett. Mm-hmm. And he's a good morning, Transylvania. And uh, Dr. Dude, Wolfgang, Amadeus, Mozart, Puck, whatever is coming on with his wrapped up Herman Munster. He's going to reveal him. And this is a five minute scene. So I had marked it all down because I just felt like these scenes were so long. Five minutes of this. We're like, oh, who is your character? Well, we bring him out right now. And it's like, speak, rah, speak. Rah, and then uh, clears his throat and then starts doing Shecky Green yes. jokes. <laughs> the dad jokes straight mm. out of the book, straight off 101 best dad jokes website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, also, you're coming out to reveal your you know creation to the world. Like, is the studio just connected to the lab? Yes. Uh, could you not have maybe taken the bandages off Herman for you? The passage over? of time I don't doesn't know. exist in this movie. No, it doesn't. No, it's. I'm uh, pretty sure time is a forth. very flat circle in this film. Everything happens all at once, simultaneously, all at once. Mm-hmm. This did remind me of a uh, um, Tin Can Man, where he like goes on stage and he just starts like really going for it. Yes, he does. Yeah, and I like that. I like that too. Yeah, yes. I thought that was funny. 
Once yeah, they started so going, it was good. I these are a few of the things that like we couldn't fully cover off on in the, the first half because it would be spoiler parts, but I did like he leaned into some of these things that like Herman actually kind of good uh mm-hmm. at in the show was he got he he loved telling uh, all those bad jokes. I really wanted a Lincoln joke. Oh, if you would have um, told that weird Lincoln joke again, I would have. Yeah, I would have cried. Yeah. Now, I think now, this see, movie got a 10, 10 out of ten for me if it had that Lincoln joke. Okay, so that's where I think like a a better like super fan writer director a of this pass a literal second pass on the script. But even if you had somebody else who like loved the monsters a lot, but they were a more accomplished person writing and mm-hmm. and directing. They would have put that in there. The Lincoln joke. Well, I mean, they, uh, they would have put that in. It still would have been people would have been like, what the hell are they talking about? The same way that we were like, what the hell is he talking about when we first heard it? <laughs> but anybody who actually likes the monsters and jumped on at midnight and watched this movie would be like, oh, Lincoln. Yeah. But if he did it and it you made everyone watching it laugh, like if the if the movie world laughed at it and you were like, what the fuck? That yes. to me is interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think Rob Zombie wants to do: make the movie world go, "That's awesome," and the real world go, "Huh?" <laughs> Which is like avant-garde filmmaking, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, but he doesn't yeah. do that. That's his aspiration. He doesn't achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you know the the original guy who owned Herman's brain. I think that was his last joke he told before he got eaten alive or whatever. So. <laughs> the Lincoln joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's why we didn't, he didn't finish it. it. Yeah, so yeah. he wasn't in his brain fully. Oh, so yeah, Herman has Shecky Green or Shecky Longboat. What's his name, Keith? Uh, Shecky Shecky Rathbone. Shecky Rathbone. It's got and his brother uh, Shelly Rathbone. Shelly Rathbone, the astrophysicist. Yeah, the okay. second smartest man. So Shecky, yes, um, lives on in Herman. And it's all the same jokes, but he kills. He kills Good Morning Transylvania with him. Yeah, yeah, he does. So people love it, and somebody mm-hmm. in particular really loves it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, now here's yes. Yeah, so Lily's watching, and she is in love with Herman. She's in love with Herman, right? Cool. Yes. I get it. Love at first sight. It happens. Can we talk about a visual thing that Rob Zombie kind of does in this movie, but then abandons and then like brings back like at volume 11? It's sure. like this weird surrealist element, right? That he throws in to demonstrate emotion <laughs> instead of, oh, yeah. to me, that's like, you can't direct, you have either super shitty actors or you're a terrible director where you have to have a visual representation of how the actor is feeling. Is it like the hearts in the background? Yes, like, the hearts like, in the background. So Lily's watching the this. weird pinwheel. I think that he uses a couple of times. The weird Grandpa. pinwheel, the hearts behind Lily, but she's watching this bit and she has the hearts behind her head like three or four times. Yeah, I go, they do it too much. Yeah. Like it keeps happening, but the whole point is the emphasis that she's in love with Herman, right? This yeah. might work in an anime, but it doesn't work in this movie at all. <laughs> One well, bit. Well, if things are running simultaneously, like they're jumping us back and forth, but she's watching him do the whole thing. Yes. 
And so we're seeing, we see the hearts pop up three different times. It's one continuous thing of hearts popping up. Yeah. Flat circle. You're right. Just a, just a weird, but it's hard to put together in any other way other than that. Otherwise we have no idea what's going on. But it's this whole idea that like, I, I can't get the actors to express love with their face or their actions. So I have to do this visual thing. Right. Yeah. Well, it did. It worked better in the the laboratory scene when they're bringing Herman to life because they had like lightning, like cardboard yes. thing behind them. Mm-hmm. That looked cool. I thought, but yeah, the heart it, one felt yeah forced. I, I forgot they did in the lab scene, and so there's like this attempt to be this weird surrealist visual mm-hmm. element, right? And then they then he abandons it. It doesn't do anything like that again until the end. He also he also does uh, Lily's like electric eye thing. Oh God! Damn. There and then doesn't bring it back again for a, quite a while. Yes. So Lily's grandpa wants to turn off the TV, and Lily zaps him with his electric eyes or her electric yeah. eyes. That was weird. I did not know what that was. Like, did she uh, do that in the show? Or my no, this, no, okay, okay. No one does that. Also, in the show. just <laughs> real, just real quick. Um, and and I get we should have touched on this at, at some point in time. And I think in in the TV show, it seems to waffle back and forth between who did what. Didn't oh. Grandpa build Herman? Yeah, that was a thought in the show at one point. I think they've conflicted. Like they've they've had two stories in the show that conflicted with each other. Yeah, so. it's never been consistent. Yeah, okay. But now we know because that's another thing that was thrown off. Was like I said, I was also like, well, are they grave robbing, bringing parts to Grandpa? Because no. he's trying to make the you know something for Lily, a uh, husband for Lily, but no, it's not. And so I was like, that's weird. It kind of goes against the the backstory where. And the, but that even to. happens in the movie where where he's like, oh, I'm sorry, it didn't work out with Orlock. Maybe you should try again because he's got money or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, no. And then he does that. I could whip you something up in the lab, and <laughs> she does that. You know how that turned out last time? He was on the roof. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So Herman kills it on Good Morning Transylvania. He's a big hit. Yeah. So big of a hit that they go backstage and Dr. Dude, Wolfgang, Amadeus Puck or whatever, uh, is pissed. He believes that Herman's a failure and he leaves. And I wrote down this another example of the script and how overwrought it is. Oh, farewell, comrades. Away I must go to live amongst the beasts and the lepers of darkest Zanzibar. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't come back, please. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Don't come back. You suck. You uh, and he's also he's also mad because he doesn't like the direction the band is going in. Is that what it is? No, that that was right after the Shecky Green on TV mm-hmm. moment where Herman's out there, yucka, yuck, yucka. And then mm. he's like, "I'm mm. out of here. I mean, I'd yep. rather live with lepers than live with this failure." But what, but what was great about that scene though is Herman is wearing the craziest outfit, and I love it with like the fake glasses and the mustache, mm-hmm. and bunny like bunny ears, balloon over his head. Yeah, like, that was amazing. Because <laughs> as he went on, like he like really got into the whole "I'm a stand-up prop comic wacky dude" guy, mm-hmm. and that was all in one set. Like I don't know where all that shit came from, but. <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't want to know where they, they put that after when they were getting all the parts. You know, they just kind of threw mm-hmm. things together. So Dr. Dude leaves. Floop's got plans for Herman to be a star. He says something. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Then we get this. People say I have a bad attitude. I don't. 
Business have a personality you can't handle. So, <laughs> so what if I don't know what Armageddon means? It's not like it's the end of the world. Working in a mirror factory is something I could totally see myself doing. <laughs> <laughs> got like skeletons playing the bass like a greaser skeleton yes i love it you see like weird beasts in the background jamming out so herman is performing at this club yep and he's a rock musician who does his dad jokes to like that rockabilly that rob zombie style from the 90s mm-hmm. and i love this this is why this movie got two stars for me this <laughs> scene right here if this style were the whole movie not necessarily like the intensity of this scene yeah but like they leaned into this man this mm-hmm. has been a 10 out of 10 that was good yeah that was one of my favorite that's probably my favorite part of the whole movie was that song it was, uh, it was funny it worked really well i thought with the jokes yeah. and the, like the mirror factory joke is good yes yes sexy sexy <laughs> keep up boys <laughs> like, i like, love it i love that it and like his this is where he's like i'm gonna veer away from what we expect from rob zombie that subversion of expectations and it's like this is great, and then he just goes back to what he does. <sighs> well, yeah, because Herman is apparently like—I mean—he's exploding on the scene. He's mm-hmm. super popular and everything, and then just gives it up. He's a motherfucking rock star, man. He's got posters. Th- those posters were kick ass. <laughs> those yes. were cool concert posters. I want that Herman head poster where he's like, yeah, has his mouth wide open and it says like "sexy" or something on the side, like. It that was, was amazing. so good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, those he, he's signing autographs. Uh, mm-hmm. They make it sound like a lot of ladies are stopping by. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, uh, okay, so this is awesome. We're gonna Herman's like this big rock star thing, and then it just, yeah, I guess. All right, what's what's next? Now imagine if instead of trying to create the greatest being ever, the dude was trying to create the greatest rock and roller ever, mm-hmm. and he created a Herman. And that's what it was. And it was almost like a Doors movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like like the fucking Doors. But it's Herman Munster and Lily, less toxic and mean, but, you know, wholesome, but kind of weird and edgy. That's a movie I can get behind. But also, in the beginning, instead of saying, oh, that guy's the greatest piano player anymore, I need those phalanges. Guitarist. Yes, yes, pick out a guitarist instead. If it was a time... Loot. I can't tell what the time is. <laughs> well, tell. there's electric guitar, so yeah, I don't know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> electric guitar. There's so many weird, like, contradictions for timing on this. So then we got that, right? Yep. And uh, we get that show, and it's really awesome. And then we get Lester and Zoya. Zoya owns the club, gives the ultimatum, get me the house, and get two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, right? There's the timing. There's the framing. We have two weeks from this moment to get her the house or they're going to chop off his head or something shit like that. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after Herman, uh, what's his name? Montauk Orlock. Orlock. Orlock 
does a set. <laughs> yes. And he's got robots. Mm. Yes. like Robo Vampire was the song. Robot Vampire. I like this song too. <laughs> this was awesome. No. When I listen to the soundtrack independently of the, <laughs> the, the visuals, I'm like, this sucks. But yes. at the time, I was like, that's all right. It makes yeah. sense. No. Yeah, I mean, Trans- I don't know. Transylvania had such a great music scene, man. I, I'm abandoned to go that's visit. The thing. That's the movie. They blew the movie. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> so then Lily's bumps into Lester after in the hallway, right? Because Lester's getting out of Zoya because Zoya owns the club, apparently. She owns lots of property in Transylvania and she wants that castle. Lily runs into Lester, their brother and sister. And then Lester wants like five bucks out of her because he knows where Herman's at. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Down the hall, one of the doors, either left or the right, doesn't matter. He gives her, she gives him like five, 10, 20, whatever. And he runs off happy as can be. Then Lily and Herman, uh, Lily finds Herman. Then we get that moment from the trailer with guy from Lost getting tossed and Herman. They make a date, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to play it cool, but he, yeah, he's like, he closes the door and he like, hoo, 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 giggling to himself. And then he, yeah. opens but this scene's like an hour and a half. It is so, it long. goes too long. Like, that would be, a, that's a very monstersy thing, too, I think. Like, but they, he goes, they, once, yeah, he just drags it out for so long. We get it. Like, he does it like four times where he closes the door, opens it, you know, and does his yep. little spiel. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, and I gotta check my schedule. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And every time he comes back with a different thing. First, he's got a paper. Then he's got like a notebook. Then he comes back with what I thought was a laptop. And I'm like, what world are we living in? <laughs> it was a calendar. And I'm like, what is going on? And then he like wrote Herman loves Lily in a notebook, like very grade schoolish. I'm like, that's all cute and mildly endearing. But holy shit, condense this down to 45 seconds or a minute. Right, yeah. there's just so much going on here that is unnecessary. Agreed, totally agree. Yeah, because then after this, then we have like five minutes of like we're going on a date. What do you think I should wear from both sides? Oh yeah. yes, and th- we just keep going like this. Then all of a sudden it moves at like a breakneck speed. Like we've been taking our time with this. It feels like, but that's like. Oh my God. Like all of a sudden we're getting like their whole love story and love life, like from beginning to end. It's insane how fast all of a sudden we start moving through it. So they make the date when they make the date, we are at the 40 minute mark, 40 minutes in to get to them making a date. That should have been the first seven or eight minutes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Way too long. She like, that should have been like the, um, what's it called? The inciting moments in like script terms. Like yes. the, the moment that like kickstarts the plot. Yes. Which is supposed to come in like 15 minutes in. <laughs> and then at that point you kick in a montage. We haven't got to the montage yet. No, but I'm saying like, this is the part where they, oh. they, a, yeah. a date, boom, kick into a montage, getting us all the way up to the, the monsters people would recognize. No. Because we're not there. No. Wait, we got to set up the end and the antagonist of the movie. Finally, at the 40 minute mark, we got to find out who the bad guy is. It's Grandpa Munster. Because after they agonize over what to wear, Lily's asking Igor, should I wear this skimpy outfit? This skimpy outfit. And Igor looks like he's going to go jerk off behind a curtain. Well, <laughs> he's DTF as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's DTP pull. He's down to pull his pull <laughs> in the corner. Oh, no. <laughs> 
He's like that and, ghost yeah. from the mon- the mini monsters. He likes to watch. We, we, and, yes, he likes are, to watch. And then let's we not get, get that hashtag of DDP going <laughs> down <okay>. to pull. <laughs> yeah. Then we get Herman, who's doing the same thing, but with floop. He's like, what should I wear? And he's dressed like a pimp. Who the fuck would dress like a pimp? Yeah, that what was world are we living yeah. in? Yeah, and Floop is also DTP. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. like, you look good, Herman. Uh, pardon Wink. me. I go to the other room. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, we see a silhouette as he climbs behind the curtain. And that's, <laughs> yes. Let's just say, you know, that I thank God they cut from that. Usually they yes. take too long, but they cut pretty quick. No, Rob Zombie sticks on it way too long. We, we see <laughs> 45 minutes of Floop winking. Um, yeah, that, but that would have that given a 10 out of 10 for me. Oh, God. <laughs> And the thing is, if this wasn't PG, if he did an R-rated monster, I guarantee Floop would have jerked off on Herman. <laughs> so we <laughs> you guarantee it. Guarantee <laughs> it. I put money on that. Thing. <laughs> wow. Nothing can prove me wrong. You're right. You're right. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we get the Herman going on a date. He yeah. buys some blood from a blood vendor. Uh, he for- drinks some himself. Yeah, I don't know. Some O negative. He's going to splurge. Now, here's the thing that I don't understand the pricing in this world at all. The bottle of blood, two, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like dollars. It was like two didgeridoos. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. And he's like, oh, I'll get these lilies. Okay, so you have a bottle of blood and some lilies, three didgeridoos. Like, what? The lilies are half the price of a bottle of blood? I don't understand. He also said the price seemed to like go up from the day before. Well, with the like balloon. That. He's like, I bought yeah. some balloons and the price went up. Inflation, am I right? Mm. Nah. <laughs> oh, crap. I, I, I put that one on my mind. Crap. Dad yeah. jokes. Dad that jokes. Was good. That was good. I didn't see it coming either. I thought that was yeah. funny. Yeah. So he buys the blood. He buys the lilies. He goes to the castle. Grandpa's on top of the castle screaming. I'm hurt. We've seen this in the trailer. Yep. I broke the mold with you in it. I got out. <laughs> this like, was also funny. I thought where he, but before this, where like Herman's like psyching himself up and he's like mm-hmm. dancing around. Yes, yeah. he's, he's scooting his way backwards. He's like back. Herman's backing it up, baby, backing it up. And then Grandpa's like, <laughs> "What the heck are you doing down there?" Yeah, that was kind of entertaining. I think you talking about it made me chuckle. I did not laugh during the movie at all. Uh, Herman gets the castle. Grandpa yells at him. Grandpa comes down. Herman keeps yelling at him. It's like, why are you yelling? I thought you liked it, which was almost the joke that made me laugh. <laughs> almost. I was so close to, to cracking a smile. A, a slight smirk. Almost. Yeah. Your mouth yes. moved maybe an inch or something. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hmm. I had to compose myself after that. Pause. Just, walk just away. Like, hmm. Did you give like a, a acknowledgement? A, like a, <laughs> That's huh. funny. Yes. <laughs> you know it's funny when someone pauses and goes that's funny <laughs> i hope some like super fan takes this uh switches up makes a black and white version and also adds in the canned laughter Topher grace Topher grace make the ultimate cut that makes this a seven minute movie <laughs> with canned laughter not even oh, seven, please. no not even like seven minutes i'm saying like take this and like Switch it all to black and white, throw in the cheap can laughter we're used to to seeing. Um and 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 just do it that way. Cause I think like like Derek, you didn't laugh at all, but they throw like there's a bunch of jokes they throw in there that none of us laugh at. But you guarantee they would ramp up the Oh god, yeah. Yeah, it would be going on and on. That can uh, cracking up at all these jokes. You're right, mm-hmm. Keith. 100 yeah. percent right. Would it would and- help us know what's supposed to be funny. 
And it might even make you chuckle because it like laughter is contagious, right? So even if the fakest yeah. of laughter. Yeah. True. So grandpa hates Herman 100%. Then they have a dinner. Lily cooks some scorpion or some shit. Herman, Lily, and grandpa are all at dinner. Herman insults, insult jokes, grandpa. Like, how do you keep a crotchety old <laughs> asshole grandpa vampire in yeah. suspense? I'll tell you tomorrow. And then we get the (laughs) (laughs) which I will give what's his name? Jeff Daniel Uh, Phillips. Jeff Daniel Phillips credit for his Herman laugh is top notch. Yeah, he nailed it with that for sure. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do a Fred Gwynn impersonation, which is great, Mm -hmm. but he does take that laugh and does his best at making it his own. Mm -hmm. And that one's all right. That's a good choice, yeah, because I mean, that laugh is the iconic thing for, mm-hmm. for me, for Herman. I love that laugh, and I'm glad he like tried to do it himself, too. To me, when I think of Herman, I think of that laugh, and I think of the temper tantrums. Yep, he doesn't yep, really yeah. do a temper tantrum in this movie. Yeah, not really. He like pounds the piano and breaks it at one mm-hmm. point, um, but he doesn't really get mad, I feel like, at anything. No, he does not. And then Lily tells Herman, let's go on a walk. Grandpa's like, uh, your scorpion was undercooked. <laughs> well, he's pissed that one guy comes over and suddenly we're getting scorpion casserole when he apparently asks for it. Nobody ever. Oh, makes is it. that was that some of the grief? I lost that. Bit. Yeah, I think he says that he's he's like, ah, oh, you know, he comes over, we get that. I ask, nobody does anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I think Grandpa, that's where Grandpa tells Igor, it's like we have to do something about this Herman Munster. And then you're like, okay. We've established yes. the antagonist of the movie, finally, mm-hmm. 50 minutes in. Because that's literally the 50-minute mark is when the montage starts. So like yeah, it's like halfway through in, the movie. Yeah. Yes. We're like, this is the antagonist. This is what the movie should be. Herman, Lily, Grandpa doesn't want them together. That's a good right? setup, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. It's very simple. But whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, we got a lot of plot to, yeah, like, <laughs> they want to cover a lot more ground than just a love story in this, yeah. It took 50 minutes to get through all that. Mm-hmm. 50! Holy shit! <laughs> and this is the point where I pause, and I'm like, oh, 48 minutes down, <laughs> one hour to go. And it was, they're on their walk, and they're confessing their love to one another. When I saw you, I'm just, I'm yeah. just a simple girl. It's like she's almost <laughs> William Shatner. Yes, like, I don't understand what her cadence is. It's her terrible. cadence is horrible. Like, yeah, you're that William Shatner. That's like a right on. I'm like, just a simple girl like, looking for love. Yeah, <laughs> like, damn uh, it, Jim. I'm yes. a vampire. Damn it, Jim. I'm a vampire, not a Casanova. I don't even know. Yeah, terrible. I mean, yeah. Lily never spoke like that in the show. I feel like, like I, I kind of get what she's trying to do, but like that's not how Lily ever sounded either. So I don't know. What that, I'm gonna happening. tell you what: watching the monsters and then just listening to the monsters are two different experiences. Because when I hear the the clips that we throw into the episode, yeah, Lily sounds crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> like, always <laughs> check it out. Like it sounds like a robot, like a speaking spell is spitting out her lines Mm -hmm. when you just hear it. You need the visuals to give it like some sort of context. Right. Okay. Well, it doesn't help that What's her name? Sherry Moon zombie in this. Her, she's always holding like up her hand, like up in front of her face oh, the whole time. I, I don't mm-hmm. understand why she's doing that. It does. I don't. That's just. She just really kind of annoyed me in this. It, 
It was too much. It was so, too much. Here's what some, the skooma would have investigated if we had a skooma for this one. Has mm-hmm. Sherry Moon Zombie done anything not Rob Zombie related? To yes, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so that was my question. Is she just not good or is he just a bad director? Like, his, uh, are his scripts and his both. directions so shitty that no one can act that through that? No, uh, there's good the performances effort. in his movies, I'd say, but yeah, and I, I think she's decent in some of his movies as well, but she's also not good in some of his movies. So. I, I can't tell, like, I've only seen um, the one movie and I don't know. Yeah, let's see, she's in some of those music videos, Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I don't Those like her reject. character in that. Uh, she's like, uh, her character's called Baby, and she has like a real. Oh, God. Yeah. Man, I just had like a 25 year old um, flashback. Cool. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween 2. Yeah, Actually, she's okay in those. She is in the episode that he directed of CSI Miami. Really? Oh, interesting. But is she in anything that Rob Zombie didn't do? Um, toolbox Murders. What the fuck is that? that? Like is the movie, any... but but she yeah she's in that. That's a Toby Hooper uh, thing from 2004. I don't uh, even know who Toby, Toby Hooper. Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre did, director. Um, oh. Didn't he also do? Uh, he did Poltergeist. Well, now Steven, yeah, he, directed he supposedly it. did Poltergeist, yeah. but he went loony while doing it or something. And there's some Spielberg, contention yeah. about it. We don't know for sure what happened there. Yeah. Oh well. But, Anyway, I don't know who it is. Sorry, Derek. I thought that one was. I just, I just want to know if she had done anything not directly from her husband. I think it's just one thing. Yeah, just one. Yeah, every everything else is is also. She's in the Werewolf Women of the SS. She's in the Halloween Halloween two. She did an episode of Californication. I don't think he did. Uh, The Haunted World of El Superbisto is one of his things, and she's in that. Yeah, all the stuff is just him uh, saying, "Hey, honey, you want to." I need somebody in a, in a movie. I'll give dude credit. He's loyal. He, mm-hmm. he he puts his wife in as many starring roles as he can. <clears throat> he brings in the same people over and over again. And that's cool. I have no problem with that. Because yeah. like like some of the greatest directors stick with the people that yeah. love. Like Christopher Nolan uses a lot of the same people over and over again. Scorsese too, right? has yeah, used De Niro um, and DiCaprio and Pacino. And, you know, it's like. Del Toro just, uses a lot of the same same yeah, people. Exactly. I'm cool. Only difference that. is those people can act their asses off. Yeah. And the movies are usually better. Mm-hmm. Like the, better. these are the, these people that it's either bad, like you said, bad directing or bad scripts as well. And they're also not great actors. I, I maybe it's 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 perfect. Like Scorsese mm-hmm. gets those people that he works with because they're all great actors and they match up well with yeah. a great script and a great director. And we're getting the equivalent of what we we should be getting for the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get the burger bin swap meet six mm-hmm. for ten. Uh, of yeah. Scorsese's six that's directors cool. for ten dollars. Mm. We're getting like, um, the, the type Rob of <laughs> we're getting the type of actors that should be in a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> yeah, you only get. I'm picturing the burger bin. Pick six directors for ten dollars, and you got five in your hand. You're like fuck. Well, it's a swap meet. I can negotiate now. If it's five, they're five dollars a piece. It's twenty five bucks. But if I buy six, it's only ten. Mm-hmm. What's the sixth one I get? <sighs> I guess Rob Zombie. <laughs> I'll just take so. it. Fine, just take it. It saves me fifteen dollars. I'll just, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll sell it online or something. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's some good performances in his movies, but I think it's yeah. You you're fresh. 
Yeah, I would, I would say that he's got like, I don't know. I think Jeff Daniel Phillips does pretty good. Usually he doesn't have like a big role in his other movies, but he, I always thought he did good in those. Um, and I mean, there's, I, I don't know. I think it's mostly a zombie thing. I mean, in this movie in particular, like yeah. there's so many bad performances that it's like oh, God, hard to ignore. Yeah. Whereas in all those other ones, like there's like good stuff at least sprinkled in. Like you can tell that some of these actors are good. Like the guy who played Wolfgang, the guy you hate, Derek, that you're mm-hmm. glad good riddance. He's pretty good in, um, uh oh 31 i think he's like a weird villain he's very underutilized but uh like his performance is all right like it i don't know it's just weird yeah of all the performances in this movie he is like top five percent i just don't like his character right like he dude is fine he does Mm -hmm. a nice job at with what he's given it's Mm -hmm. like making chicken salad out of chicken shit like you only do so much Mm-hmm. And that might be what a lot of those actors are struggling with in a lot of his movies. I think. Yeah. <laughs> now you're fresh from him, Terry. Yep. Has Rob Zombie made a movie that wasn't tedious? Hmm. No. <laughs> I would say that um uh, Devil's no. Rejects is the closest. <laughs> Devil's Rejects is the closest that I would say he got to that for me. Oh um, my god. But those characters are so obnoxious that it's hard to like sometimes like sometimes he, it's but i think it's supposed to be a comedy but like he goes so too far it's a really dark comedy and sometimes mm-hmm. it's like eh, that makes me a little uncomfortable <laughs> okay you pushed it too far you know it's kind of gross or whatever but so it's hard to like because that is tedious and it's like oh gosh okay let's get on with it and stuff but i don't know yeah i would say that's another thing of his is like yeah it's just kind of he's a kind of a grimy gross direct you know Mm-hmm. I mean that as I guess a compliment. He's a humorous. Yeah, he's the humorous. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's uh he's got a particular style, and I know people do like his style. I've got a friend who likes some of his movies quite a bit. Um, and it's just you just gotta be into it, I guess. Like the the grungy, you know, the the dark, nihilistic, gritty, hillbilly, hellbilly, whatever you want to call it, esque thing. Yeah. It's, that's just kind of his niche, and some people dig it. I think he like that's another thing you know kudos he's a he said he's loyal he's seen he knows what he wants and he does it consistently almost every time i um, i'm a hundred percent down with him bringing the same people around because he trusts them he likes them and they all enjoy one another i just don't think he's good at it um, yeah all right and i also say this about rob zombie if rob zombie didn't come up in the 90s let's say he came up now he'd be nothing <laughs> he'd be an also ran with a youtube channel the only thing that made him like hyper popular was beavis and butthead oh really beavis and butthead were like who was a white zombie video like yes this rocks and they danced to it and it was in like 10 episodes almost to the point where it felt like there was intent to it you know like an AR was behind that or a record label mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for that I don't think Rob Zombie would be the Rob Zombie. Like, kudos to him for taking a Beavis and Butthead approval, which was a big thing at the time, yeah. and turning it into a 40-year career. Kudos. <laughs> no problem with it. I yeah, Get your bag. I'm cool with well, it at all. But I think that if Rob Zombie was 22 years old today, trying to do his shtick now, nothing. He isn't also ran, like, he's got a SoundCloud, hoping for a viral <laughs> tweet. His, that, his music's very timely. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's kind of like us. The SoundCloud yes. viral tweet. Hey, yikes! Yeah. It's a viral tweet. All right, so we are at the fifty-minute mark. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? Actually, so Derek, you mentioned like he, you know, he he yeah he made this career go for a while. 
Yeah, he did. But, but he transitions. It's to, still going, man. Yeah. Like he transitions to to director and and everything. Like, what's the last like? His discog- discography, like, I guess he just had something in twenty twenty one. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I like some you. of his older songs. I, I'm a, I'm a uh, kind of a zombie music fan. Mm-hmm. I liked like the classics, like Dracula, yeah. Super Beast. You know, I didn't hate mm-hmm. that White Zombie album, and I didn't yeah. hate that first Rob Zombie solo album with that Dracula mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I was like, okay, but you know what Dracula was? Now this might predate you some, Terry, but back in the day, they used to have these things called UCDs stores, where you could go and sell oh. your CDs. Oh, I love CD stores back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, they were the best. But if you were to go alphabetically and you got to the W's, there were so many white zombie albums in there. And there are so many in the Z's, the Rob Zombie albums, like mm. hundreds of them. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're all three dollars because people like me got them from like Columbia House or BMG or whatever, <laughs> because they saw the one song. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, they're not all like that. Yeah. Uh, that's disappointing. I only like his hits. Yeah. I don't really mm-hmm. think I know much of his like. Yeah. Deep cuts. Mm. Deep cuts. Tough. Yeah. I mean. Dragon and Living Dead Girls, those are his two best. They end up number six, number seven on the U.S. charts. Living that's Dead high, Girl, I forgot about how, that one. Yeah, that's a great That's one, the man. highest they got to. But, but and after that, like, I don't think I know any of the rest of these. He's a super songs. niche artist, yeah. though, isn't he, though? Like, he, he has his fan base and his fandom. And I don't think he outreaches to new, right? This would be, like, the biggest attempt at it, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's a PG with with Rob Zombie music kind of shoehorned in. Yeah, well, I guess I guess I guess you you also have to to throw in um you also have to throw in the the White Zombie stuff as well because mm-hmm. that's that's a couple more albums that are in there from like ninety two to ninety six or something. Yeah, that's the early nineties. Then he goes to just being Rob Zombie, and then someplace along the line, I mean, he just barely does music, but he makes movies after a while. So I mean, he yeah he he hit. The, the triple sevens yeah. on the slot machine and got in his yeah, game to do a lot of stuff yeah. based off this. And, and he got a and, bestseller book. Uh, oh, he's got a come book. On. Yeah, Lord he... of, Lords of Salem is a book he wrote and then he made the movie of it. Man, good for him. Oh, Could, like yeah. 100% down with it. I just don't dig it. I just don't dig yep. it. It'd be yeah. weird if we looked up and it turns out he's he's got an egot. <laughs> he's got an egot. <laughs> him and John Legend sit around with her egots. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like Rob Zombie, like. 100% I'm cool with whatever and he was very quintessential 90s right yes white yes. dude dreadlocks weird top hat kind of like this this neo punk but grunge yeah. horror I don't even know how to explain it and then like he was like on that cusp of like the he was like on that wave uh early wave of the electronic mm, music like the techno metal mixed, mixed with guitar like mm. hard heavy metal techno Industrial right? metal, yeah. Yeah, and like all that stuff. And yeah, industrial metal, cool. But he was very mainstream. After Beavis and Butthead, he became like the, the green day of that. Yes. <laughs> right? And that's fine. Yeah. Super cool. Things I like about it, things I don't get or care about, mm-hmm. and more power to him. But, man, he, par- he has parlayed that into, what, 10 movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still going? It's yeah. it's a, it's impressive. Yeah, he's got a strange career, and I mean, but I, I guarantee, it's out if he somewhat. was twenty years old now, he would be a nothing. <laughs> I guarantee yeah, probably. it. And it, it, it's just he, very product of the time. And yeah, he turned it definitely. into something good for him. 
right place, right time, you know, yeah. for sure. Lightning in a bottle. I wish if, if you, if everyone catch lightning in a bottle, then it would be lightning in a bottle. All right. So 50 sure. minute mark. We're here. Uh, oh, by, 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 uh, yeah. by the way, um, we're not going to dive too deep into the plot, by the way, we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to, yeah. By the way, um, in, in looking at just like his, the tomato meter though, like, uh, you say tomato meter. I say yeah. thermometer. <laughs> I really do. Wow, is Herman yeah. in the call here? <laughs> um, three, three tomato, from hell. Three from hell is his highest rated movie. Really? That's a fi- it gets a fifty-eight percent. I did not like that one. And Devil's Rejects gets a fifty-four. Much better movie. What's House of a Thousand Corpses? Twenty-two. Twenty. No. It gets a sixty-five audience. One of my least favorites of his. Um and. Devil's Rejects gets a 78 from the audience. That one is way better. So, mm-hmm. well, since we're on this tangent, when <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses came out, I worked at a movie theater, and I had a oh. friend who was really into the idea of it. So much so that I was like, I'm into the idea of it, too. Like, you've convinced me, dude. Like, your hype for the, what this could possibly be has made me hyped. I'm like I don't even like horror movies all that much, but it's Rob Zombie. Is this Jay? No, it's not Jason. It's uh. Anthony. Uh, so I'm just like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So when that movie came out, uh, this was back in the days of film. I worked in the projection booth. We had to like build the movie, right? Like to like mm-hmm. splice the reels together and put it on Ooh. a platter, and then That's you have cool. to watch it. This was our Thursdays. It was the best. Five dollar pizza get like 20 wings for five dollars sit there and watch like three straight movies to make sure they were built correctly uh, that sounds amazing oh god it was the best splice porn in i every, saw so many. every movie in that year and a half i worked movie theater every movie including devil's or not Devil, house of a thousand corpses like so excited about this movie i had no real interest in until my friends were so hyped about it i had the one sheet the poster at my house i'm like man house of a thousand corpses we sat down with our pizza and our wings. We watched that shit. And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck, what have I witnessed? And not in a good way. Not like, oh, my life has changed. But I'm like, man, this is really bad. And they're like, you know, they're like that that gritted teeth smile. That was good, huh? <laughs> like trying to convince <laughs> themselves and everyone else that it was good. Yeah. And uh, that was the last one I ever saw. Wow. Ever. Well, until today. Until today, it all comes back around. Yeah, I, oh. yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe someday, you know, Patreon will dive deep into the Rob Zombie catalog. I'd love to. I th- I'm not big into horror movies, but mm-hmm. I give it a go. Dang, I should have saved it then. I shouldn't have watched all these. Movies. But you can be our tour guide, Terry. You're like Speaking. you're like the person in their headphones walking us through the. Oh, the yeah, there you go. Yeah, I've experienced it all before. Yeah, follow me down this path. So we're at the 50 minute mark. Finally. Herman laid their dating the montage to I yep. got you babe as sung by Herman and Lily. Mm-hmm. Fine, terrific. We get meet Uncle Gilbert. Yes, okay. Creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon. Yep. Love him. We need less Lester, more Gilbert. Because Gilbert, yes, one hundred percent agreed. And Gilbert, really cool with the relationship. He's like mm-hmm. the supportive uncle. Uh, that all they see the movie like that's all in the trailer. Yep, yep. yep. We end on the beach at Devil's Island. Oh, call, nice callback. Yes. One of the few monsters, but that is where their honeymoon was at, but that's okay. So they're there and they're shark watching, uh, which was fine. That's a decent 
joke, I guess. Yep. Herman's one. Herman proposes. Then after we get the proposal, she says yes. He with the Jared. We get the reactions of proposal scenes from Floop and Grandpa. Floop's like, Floop, what is what did she say? And then Herman starts crying. Uh oh, also, Dr. Dude's back. Yeah, yep. he's yeah. Covered in boils, like boils. The, leper, the leper colony that he went to it didn't the, work out. Yeah, well. he's got a bunch of leper blisters on him and a shirt that's like, I went to a leper colony and all I got was leprosy or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I don't think it said that, but if it did, would be the best joke in the book. That would be hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something similar to that. I, yeah. Man, I'm gonna make that movie and put on or that t shirt and put it on Amazon. I, I could be, yeah, put Mustard Hunter's logo leprosy. on the back. Yeah, <laughs> um. So we get that Herman comes back and and Floop's like, did what she say? And Herman starts to cry. And then Floop does the whole misogynistic. Oh, that bitch sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Called her a fang banger, which is which is a true blood reference. Uh, Strange. Um, And then Herman's like, no, she said yes. And then we go to we get the grandpa scene from the trailer where Herman where Lily shows the ring. And then we get the. How is grandpa feeling? We don't know. Here's a surrealistic swirl behind his head as he feels. Yes. He got like hypnotized twice. Yes. This was like a reference to, I felt like um daughter of Dracula. Cause she has like a ring that hypnotizes people. Mm. She held it out just like she does in the movie. Might've been grandpa got hypnotized. Yeah, man. You've also have recently watched all the universal monster movies. So I have. Yeah. You, know, you, know. you have these references man. you can make. Yep. So we get that. Then we get the scene. Only antagonistic scene from the antagonist yes. where grandpa tries to make an alternate boyfriend husband <laughs> for Lily. Yes. In uh, the lab. I really I I enjoyed the scene. Um again because it's he's got his spell book. 100 percent referential, he, but it's he, great. He gets yeah, gets it to flip without you. Know, he's like goes through the same way he did uh, you know, trying to find poisons and potions. Yep. In, in the episode that we're familiar with and then he does the typical grandpa thing of all right a dash to this a dash to that type thing and so i'm i i think i this might be the first part of the movie that i actually enjoyed yeah because i was like ooh, i know what's going on here yeah yep. i like this a lot this was funny i thought yeah. yeah and this was the closest to the show i think the movie's been yet yeah right for sure and and that's just like Dash of Tarzan, chest hair, shoe from Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. So he'd be a good dancer, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So Grandpa does a spell, creates a dancing monkey man. Yes. <laughs> and then so realizes that, oh, shit, I that wasn't Tarzan. That was Cheetah's chest hair, Tarzan's loyal monkey mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Oh, is that what that? I thought he meant like that's a little cheetah, and I was no, so no. confused. I was like, "What?" Cheetah not... is Tarzan's little monkey. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. That, that this was funny, yeah, because he just I would I wanted more of this monkey man. Like I thought they were going to compete. Like, I and wish this monkey guy. That's a good movie mm-hmm. or a good concept, at least. This is the only moment where the antagonist of the movie does something antagonistic towards the hero, but doesn't affect the hero in any way whatsoever. Yes. Yeah. I think he literally like throws in the towel. He's like, oh, well, and he kind of gives up at that point. It's like, no, I want to see more of this. He he tells him to go somewhere. Um, yeah. and, and, and it just, 
it, yep. it just dances off off stage, and that's all we see. And that's because we're at the fifty eight minute mark, and the <laughs> wedding starts. The wedding uh, starts now. Yeah. So remember when we said Lester? Zoya told Lester, "You got two weeks." We're still within that two week window. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Because so the wedding starts. There's coffins showing two up. Weeks? Yes. Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not together very long. Mm-mm. Wow. We have True coffins much. showing up. We have plague doctors uh, bringing people in. That's all. That's all kitschy, mm-hmm. like pulse style. Like, oh, cool look. The plague doctor mm-hmm. thing is played out, in my opinion. Yeah. But mm. anyway, uh, wedding starts. Lester dupes Herman into signing over the deed to the castle to yeah, Sonya. Yep. If you, you if you want to, you got to get ahead of the curve if you want to swerve. Yes, you do. Yeah. But the whole thing is dumb as fuck. Does it make any sense at all? It makes no, no sense. No. They're not married yet, so mm-hmm. the signature would be invalid. Herman, a, well, well, kind of like when Grandpa signed off all that stuff before they were officially like married in that that episode where they tried to kill him off. The 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 one where the lady was she was killing off all her husbands. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. yeah. Okay. I was I like, like, what? Okay, yeah, the episode I've never seen. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I would never do. I would never do that, even on a Patreon. <laughs> right. I know what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, that episode. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. With, with the intricate trap that doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, all that happens. Lester dupes Herman into signing over the de- the deed of the castle. To say, like, how yeah. how does Lester have the deed? No clue. How did, why does Herman sign it like he's a, a fourth four-year-old with a crayon? No clue. He just does it. Right? Why is this like legally binding since he doesn't like own the property or anything? Yeah. Like no why does clue. Lester only why does Lester only have a, a crayon on him? No clue. Fine. Also, I oh man, it just really um it really just hit me now, uh based on what the episodes that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. And again, uh in the hands of a really uh, good writer. Mm-hmm. If when that turns into the the dancing chimp uh, guy, mm-hmm. if he would have looked at it and it would have said it was um it, it was Googie or or Chimpo, no. oh shit, <laughs> Chimpo or Googie, yes, yes. I no, mean, that would be something. I, I I guess it's really hard to do Easter eggs on something this old. What's but... your name? yeah yeah kill me you kill me now (laughs) yeah i just thought i'm oh man it's uh i love good easter eggs and there's so many that that you could fit into here yeah you know all these little things i just i'm sorry i didn't mean to derail i just thought about that um because i was like oh this has something else that happened in a previous episode that we've watched Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there's a lot of other references for things that are beyond episode 25 or whatever we're on already but yeah if it would have been like instead of cheeto it said chimpo yeah. uh i would have got a good laugh out of me yeah yeah and this is the point of the movie where i realized oh this is how they get to mockingbird lane like i yep. i realize mm-hmm. they're going but it takes a long time to get to the minutes <laughs> yeah and then they get married there's a brief wedding ceremony conducted by the tin can man as voiced by butch patrick Tin can man was somewhere else and i can't remember where and i don't really give a shit to be honest he was playing in the uh, band with orlock yeah oh there it is right and doesn't he like uh doesn't he like uh whistle or cat call at lily when she's Possibly? walking down to go find Her- yeah herman you're yeah. right he does uh i'm gonna tell you what so uncaring i am 
So, but Yoda talk, I shall. 103 mm. to get married. An hour and three minutes to get married. And then Dr. Dude goes to Grandpa. He's your bloody problem now, mate. In, <laughs> in the very Cockney British accent that wasn't really what he was before. And I'm like, what the fuck? He wasn't even your problem. What are you talking about? Yeah, you could leave yeah. at any time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's doing fine without you. Yeah. yeah dude, <laughs> the last time he left... Last time you left, he was in a rock band that was doing great. Yes. Like he dipped before even into that and came back at the end. Like, I don't get it. I think he just wanted to have that weird moment. I don't know. And it made grandpa go. Huh? And then Herman lay right off in a carriage. They run into drunk ass Lester. Who's he's drunk. Yep. God, what? It's so terrible. I don't even understand what the point just is. In the middle of the woods drunk. Like what? Yeah. Yes. It's so random. Yes. And it just happened right after the wedding. And then at the 105 mark, Lester gives the deed to Zoya. And Lester gets some cash, gets an envelope. He's like, this is all the scratch I get or some bullshit like that. And so he's like, after the cut, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'm going to Vegas. Womp, womp. Yeah. Then we get the Paris honeymoon. Oh, (laughs) Yep, there's a mime, high-class French entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, people eating salads and pasta. Pasta, the most French of dishes. <laughs> they're also, they were eating like baguettes, I guess. You know, maybe that's too far. Yeah, don't be stereotypical. Spaghetti right. works for works for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all watching that, and then finally somebody sees Herman, and the place clears the fuck out. And the mime screams. Mime screams. People like blah, steam shooting out of ears. Dumb shit like that. Everybody empties out. All of that to get to a newspaper on the ground that says Mon- "Monster Haunts Paris Sewers." And, and I was then, like, "Oh, there's spots in this. I, I kind of forgot about this." I <laughs> I love that we're getting a spot origin. Oh. God, it's so unnecessary. Herman, I don't Lee- I, it's still, it's, it's still great. I, I mean, I, I love spot. I love sponsoring every time he he shows up in the show, and I'm like, yeah. oh, uh, you know, we're not gonna find out about the other monster characters, but man, we we finally learned when they got spot. He's so, just a little guy. Yeah, you're right. Herman Lily go down to an empty sewer. Uh, like, oh, why is it so empty? I don't know. But something about like, I don't know figured there'd be crowds but whatever uh because there's a monster down there and then herman finds the monster and he's a wriggly little guy and he's so cute and he is spot I'm like oh yep. boy he's little yeah he's like i don't know but not even alligator size he's like yep. a, i don't know iguana is that a, that seems about right. i would say he's like baby alligator size or like oh, yeah alligator okay. size. T- teenage alligator teenage yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah teenage mutant ninja gators Mm-hmm. Mm, i'd watch that that's not i awesome. would too <laughs> yep so then we get grandpa finds out about zoya uh that name sounds familiar i believe he's one of your exes oh yeah i married that broad or some like weird <laughs> no, she, statement like that he said she's she swore she'd get revenge on me but they all say that <laughs> yes <laughs> i thought that was pretty good yeah <laughs> it's funnier when you say it uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, monsters too. Oh, maybe I get to be grandpa. Ooh. Yeah. And so, like Zoya. Oh, can, oh, can we can we make our own monster movie and, and Terry can be grandpa? I would make a monster movie in a heartbeat. Uh, so Zoya's getting revenge. Here's the deed. You're getting evicted. Blah blah blah. 
cut to Herman and Lily getting ready to bang. Herman's oh, watching yeah. the French Woody Woodpecker, and he can't well, follow it one bit. And we uh, watch way too much Woody Woodpecker. Well, that's what gets Herman going, I think, you know? Yeah. But we watch yeah. so much of it. Lily's yeah, in there, like flossing or some shit. She's mm-hmm. like, almost ready. Uh, he's wearing yeah. like a onesie pajama. Yeah, yeah. Herman's he's like getting lonely. He's like patting the bed. Yeah, it's yeah. like wow. He's de- see, yeah. there's a lot of DTFing in this movie. There is a lot of DTFing in this movie. Herman definitely DTF in this movie. <laughs> Floof is in the corner, ready to <laughs> just behind the blinds. Pound yep. it. DTP. Pound it out. Mm-hmm. So then cut back to grandpa. Uh he's interrupting them, right? It, like he knows where they're at. He tracked them down instantly. Knocks on the door because time doesn't matter in this movie. Knocks on the door with champagne. Herman's like, oh, that's my champagne. Room service is so terrible. They always quit when they answer. Blah, blah, blah. Dumb, the dumb monster jokes. It's grandpa. Grabs the champagne. Doesn't notice it's grandpa. Gives him a tip. Doesn't notice it's grandpa. Opens it up. It is grandpa. Notice it's grandpa. It's like, what are you doing here? I'm ready to bang your daughter. Uh, <laughs> just let me fuck your daughter and leave me alone. Yeah. Quick cock blocking old man. That's pretty much what it is. But he's like, your dipshit husband gave away the deed to the house. And in, a, in one of the most impossible moves in real estate uh, law ever. Uh, but then they're like, oh, what's that lawyer in the back of the paper? It's Shady Magoon. Oh, and I wrote that. I wrote Shady Magoon hyphen hyphen. Wow. Yeah, really <laughs> clever there. Yeah. Also, <laughs> When when Lester shows up drunk, he's like, ah, or let's make some money, Herman. And Lily's like, oh, I'd hate to think that I married, you know, an idiot who would get involved with Lester. Mm-hmm. And then what's revealed that he did get involved with Lester. She's like, oh, well, uh, can we call that lawyer? Yeah, 100 percent. Nobody is has any conviction in this movie or a point of view. Well, Herman, he, he has a tactic. He's going to hold his breath until they get mm-hmm. the castle back. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. But dumb. we're used to we're used to Lily yelling at Herman over every dumb little thing, and she yeah. threatens something at, at one point and then doesn't follow through. Yeah, too forgiving. She should use her like laser zapping moves on Herman. Yeah, yeah. Or sucker punched oh. him like in that one episode. <laughs> I like Sunny Liston. Liston. Yeah, Ooh. yes, Shady Magoon. Wow. Ugh. So she says she's going to call him in the morning. Please get out of here, old man. We're ready to have sex. Yeah. So now we're back at the castle. Lily is calling a magoon. She's like, uh-huh, sharks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dead bodies. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Herman's watching Zombo, and we get the Rob Zombie Zombo song. Who's the man? Zombo. Oh God. And it's the same guy uh again playing both Herman and Zombo. Mm-hmm. Really? That's yeah. Cool. I didn't know. And Zombo's like, oh, hey, kids, I'm the handsomest guy in Hollywood. And Herman's watching this. Then Lee gets off the phone. The phone was in a coffin. Fine. Oh, uh, nice. She's like, yeah, there's no case. He said he'd rather we have a better chance of getting struck by lightning by getting eaten by sharks and whatever. This is at 118. Uh, yeah. 118. They decide they're going to move to Hollywood. Herman says, we're moving to Hollywood, California. As head of the house, the monsters have outgrown Transylvania. <laughs> oh yeah, and here comes this whole head of the house thing. Yeah, and, yes. yeah. and he's like, house. he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a, a superstar again. Now, in this point, where we're like, oh, this has only been two weeks. All right, yeah, he, yeah. he just took a break from being a rock star for a while. It's, 
not like it was months and months or years or anything like that. Herbin and Lily have just had their house given away mm-hmm. by a man-made dipshit. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. And Herman goes, eh, we'll just move to California. And they go, I bet. They're they're in. <laughs> they're in yes. 100%. They push all their ships in. Grandpa's like, what about me? And Herman's like, all right, <laughs> you can come, but you have to leave all your stuff here. You get to bring one box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? No, one box I can handle. One box. Oh, this is at 118. 118 in the movie to get so to this like- point. Yeah, 25-ish minutes to go. Like, it's not long. Yeah. No. I'm like, where's this movie heading? Like, there's no climax. Like, no. in sight. I don't know what's Grandpa going on. Grandpa is the antagonist, and he just goes, all right, cool. Uh, and he's going to move with him to California. Gets to pack one box. Grandpa turns Igor into a bat. <laughs> cool. Um, Igor. Now, so this is the one thing where, like, I don't know. The joke went beyond just being PG, I guess. Where he was gonna be the thought about being a pool boy for the one guy. Oh, yeah. like, there's no pool. And then he hands him a drink and goes, All right, bottoms up. And he goes, Oh, that's what that guy said too. <laughs> mm, I miss mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That. Yeah, that was a little like I was like, whoa, oh. Hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when the Munsters episode like talks about blowing their brains out. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> this is when there was a murder <laughs> murder suicide pact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Igor turns into a bat. And then they fly to the United States of America on Transylvania Flight 666. Uh, yeah. First class. Mm-hmm. They're bumped up to first class. They're in first class, moved back out to coach. And this is almost kind of like the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, when they flew to DC or something? Yeah. 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 Herman's drunk on Shirley Temple's. Grandpa's <laughs> got a top hat with Igor stuck to it, which is a cool <laughs> visual in a way. Yep. The the flight attendant comes up, brings a drink, and then she comes up and jumps out of the plane, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Didn't make Nobody me laugh, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get Pat Priest talking over the PA. Oh, was that her? In the phone? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. You know what? You could have had 50 different actors speak that line, and I couldn't have picked Pat, Pat Priest. Up. Oh, I only know because I looked it up on IMDb. Oh. <laughs> I thought Keith with the astute ear. No, uh, no, picked out but a sixty-year-old, much older pet priest. But also, I mean, you've got the only two people left from the original show, and one you let them do an off-camera voice, and the other one you put inside of a tin can. I mean, well, I doubt Butch Patrick got that can. I'm sure he did the voice in the booth. Still, but yeah. usually these type of movies, they like give you like a little, at least a little FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, and that's a thing that people are always like, "Oh, that's awesome!" You know, like that little side thing again, more Easter egg stuff. Yep. And yeah. So they they just... should, they should... Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They should have made the end credits. Um. Whatever happened to Eddie? Because he's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> they should have done that for yeah. sure. By the way, it is at this point in the movie that I actually i I enjoyed almost all the rest of it. Oh wow, that's bold. They land. Mm-hmm. Call a real estate agent. And she's like, I got a place, but don't mind the other place because it's a real stinker. And then don't mind me because there's a Halloween party and I'm going to be <laughs> dressed up. I might look weird. <clears throat> oh, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, why would she say that? She says she said she looked like she would be weird. Oh, God. <laughs> didn't want to startle us. Yeah, didn't want to startle us. Yeah. But by the way, why isn't she just dressed as Elvira? I don't know. 
Sure, they might as well. Yeah, I don't know. She's Barbara Carr, the real estate agent. So then we get this crazy surrealistic shot, yes. half animation, half live action of them driving in a convertible through Los Angeles mm-hmm. to their destination. By the way, also, uh, before they did that, when she passes out and then and then and then she comes to it reminds me exactly of that scene that you love so much at the end when Lester shows up in the show. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, wow, that's another thing like that that we've seen before. They do that camera angle, but they still do that. Thank God they took the sound effect of that. That like she passes out. (laughs) Yeah, right. But yeah. yeah. They come to the door. She answers it. She's in green makeup like a witch. They're yep. the monsters. She faints out of surprise and comes to. She's like, I'm sorry. Your costumes really freaked me out. Yeah. Whatever. Then they had the surrealistic half animated half live action convertible yeah. drive to Mockingbird Lane. Which I kind of wish they just would have done more of that throughout the movie. Exactly. It actually was very like, fun. didn't commit to it. I guess it might be a budget thing. But like, if you're not going to do it everywhere, just get rid of it in general. Um, the the credits the the first round of credits does like a very similar thing mm-hmm. uh, as well, and I'm like, yeah, why don't we just layer that in? But this to me places? falls in the same like the emotions as an animated sequence behind their heads and stuff like that. Just if you're gonna do it, do it, commit. Mm-hmm. Don't treat it as like some also th- ran sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we get to they get to the uh, Mockingbird Heights. Here's the house, and the, but they're infatuated with the Monster House, and they're like, "Oh, she's gonna try to rip us off. She wants to sell us that dud." Uh, then they get the house, and like, "I want this house done." Herman tries to negotiate with himself, and they're like, "Stop!" That's at the hour thirty minute point. <laughs> they get the house. Got like fifteen minutes left. Yeah, hour thirty. They get the Monster House. Coincidence, dink? I think not. It's also hot the day of Halloween. Now they know a lot about about American culture, Hollywood, Tinseltown, all stuff. But apparently they know nothing of Halloween because the the neighborhood's filled with ghoulish delights. Children with wolf masks on. A guy that looked like kind of like Ronald Reagan with an axe in his face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lots of weird costumes. Very creepy. Yeah, they they don't make the connection that it's Halloween. There's a block party. They go out. They get that scene like, what now? We got our house. Um, so they go out to the block party. They dance. We get the weird dance scene. Um, then we get kind of a callback to the very first monster episode where Herman wins the costume contest. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's called back. And then we get. And the costume contest was brought to you by the three um, morticians that run the uh, funeral parlor. Yeah, um, something uh, good Graves. and grave. Yeah, whatever. I forget the first. I forget what the the first guy's name is. But I also we've never heard him say anything other than the parlor mm-hmm. during an episode. So I was like, I, I'm like, I assume that's probably going to be the the same name. Yeah, maybe they reveal I, it. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. So they, the monster family, they call them, they figure out that they're talking about them. They go out there, get their $1,500 check. They That's a lot of money. They missed the opportunity to do 5000 because 5000 is like the magic uh, number. In the yes. Monsters. I so wish they would have. Yeah. Um, so they get this check and then grandpa's like, we just been moved here and my dumb son-in-law needs a job. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. Then the, uh, the old guy, old guy, and old guy, creepy mm-hmm. morticians. Mm-hmm. They confront Herman. They give him a job. We need somebody to move people from casket to casket or some dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> they go back home and go to bed. Uh, Herman's all excited. Got a job. It's like I need to make a good impression. Next morning, uh, they're getting breakfast. Gotta get going. The raven appears out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, Bam, I guess loved it. it. I guess it you comes look, with the house, or does it like did they bring that with them? Yeah, it must have been in there already. And he's just like, uh, you run late, dummy. Yeah, yeah, nevermore. Throws that in there. Um, I, somewhere in there, we got a darn, 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 but it wasn't yes, very good. Yes. You got darn, zapped darn, by darn. lightning. It was, yeah, it's like real quick, darn, darn, darn. And then Herm's like, well, I can't be late for work. And Louis, like, yep. I packed your lunch. Is it Mickey Mouse shaped cookies? I don't know, some dumb shit like that. And she's like, you'll have to see. He walks out the door. It's sunny. He's like, what a crummy day. Yep. And then he's he wearing, freaks. He's wearing a red like he did in the colorized version of the monsters. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yep. 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 So he walks out. It's like crummy day. It's so sunny. And then he freaks out because it's the late 50s, early 60s suburbia <laughs> white yeah. neighborhood. People are mowing their bikes, lawn. Yeah. lawns, lemonade stands. It's like somebody on his porch literally handing him lemonade. Is- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Herman, not down with it. He freaks out, hyperventilates, runs back in. Uh, he's like trying to explain it to the family. It's like, I don't know. And Lily says something. We have to treat everybody the same, no matter what they look like. Then there's a knock on the door. They freak out. But guess what? It's Uncle Lester. He has returned. And you know what? He's got a check for Herman because he went to Vegas and made it rich. Herman <laughs> looks at it and goes, I'm rich. <laughs> they all what? dance. Credits. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck was that? What kind of in classic Munsters fashion, this ending doesn't make any sense. It's out nope. of nowhere. Come yeah. on. The scene when they walk out, when Herman gets them to go out and look outside mm-hmm. and Grandpa and Lily both put their hand up to their mouth like, and Herman's like see I told you and then they go back in is like oh, fuck, come on like but at the same time like this whole this whole part here I I, I enjoyed because of the fact that I recognized it, mm-hmm. it it's yeah. what the monsters are to me from what we've watched so far and also here's the other part where I'm like Get to this in the first like 15 20 minutes. Yes, have Lester show up, and it's just a scheme to sell the house, yes, or something like that, and make that the whole thing. And then, obviously, like you can introduce Eddie and Marilyn all along the same way and get us like the full monster family. Mm-hmm. Like, give yeah. us the back, give you know what, everybody wants the backstory on, on Marilyn, so find, find a way to give it to us. You you set up this whole premise of here's the monsters as you would know them, but we gave you a really trippy like uh you know maybe you're doing mushrooms or something leading up into it, and then bam here you go and so ten minutes of the movie I enjoyed, Man, and it's, and it's and nice. it ends yeah. and, but it also ends the same way that I expected monsters episode end <laughs> in, a, in just a stupid fashion they never tell you how much money they got either 
Yeah. Did all their eyes bulge out. And from what I know, the Munsters are never rich. They're always wanting money. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, yep. what, this is such a weird plot point. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it is. I've seen a lot of movies. Now, I haven't seen every movie, but I've seen quite a few. This might Green be, Lantern. I haven't seen it. Green Lantern. This might be one of the worst endings <clears throat> to a movie I have ever seen. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I wow. think this ending, the final 10 minutes of this movie are some of the, is is the worst <laughs> cinema I have ever seen. Dang. You know, but what's weird is like <laughs> I kind of it, it like almost unironic, almost unironically it's like but I wouldn't have it any other way, right? So monsters. Oh like, god. <laughs> but uh, in all reality, it would be nice to have just a good ending because I'm always happy in the, the monsters too when they finally pulled off. So, yeah, this hey, just it, sucks. Isn't back in the episode when Lester shows up? Isn't like they're like, oh god, Lester. So like, aren't they annoyed with him for some reason? Yes, they don't like yeah. him because he's like always broken and is asking for money, which I get. That's fine. He's a deadbeat brother. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, because well, Lily had to get a second job or something, right? Isn't because they because Herman, Herman gave like five thousand dollars to Lester. Yep, yeah. yeah. And Lester comes back and like, here's your money. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's a callback. Yeah. Lester yeah. comes back and he's got the money, but it, it doesn't work in this movie because it's been no, so long since that no. happened. Because and it's like, a goddamn fucking movie. Yes, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh god, it's so terrible. Yeah, yeah. That could have been a fun movie, like Herman and Lester hanging out in Vegas, like that. I would. That'd be great. <laughs> There's lots of ideas in this movie that could have been cool little things. Yeah. And it's like zombie. He's got some ideas. And he's like, he knows how to make like a specific shot. He's very Zack Snyder in that way. It's mm. like, I can make a very specific shot that I think will be cool, but I don't yeah. know how to make the pieces that connect the shots to make a movie. Yeah. I'd agree with that. He's a oh, bit, I think he is like a quote unquote visionary. Like I think he knows what he wants, but it's just the, disjointed mess to most people so yes on rotten tomatoes i'm gonna to read a good review and a bad review from top critics good review as a movie it's nothing but loose ends a lukewarm stew of concepts that haven't been stirred enough to combine in cauldron but oh. as a faux television pilot the actors the sketches the sight gags and the puns mesh together endearingly that's from the av uh, club sometimes surprises me yeah yeah and then another top critic says, this is a negative one. Zombie just seems to want to live in a peaceful, eccentric world where creatures can party down and suck some blood without oh, having okay, to work. Yeah. I'm telling you what, the way it's broken, I always, because it suck is at the end of the line. I'm like, what's yeah. next? So blood. Uh, oh, without good. having to worry about any of the normies bothering them, the appeal is understandable, but it doesn't make for much of a movie. Okay. And I think that is a very polite negative review. Yeah. Very well worded. I like that. You know. Yeah. But uh, but then we uh then yeah. we pull the listeners, then we have some yes, we some did thoughts. I went out and I asked, hey y'all, we're gonna record a movie. We're gonna record a movie, we're gonna record a podcast on this movie. Uh give us your thoughts, opinions, ideas, what the fuck ever is about about it. We'll read them. <laughs> so we have one from our friend Tivis and oh. uh, another monsters podcast. Yeah, uh, he says, I had a lot of fun with it. Hmm. Not so sure my wife did, but hmm. at least she didn't complain loudly. <laughs> 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 
Well, I'm glad he had fun. God bless you, Tibbis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And yep. I'm sure it was everything you wanted yep. it to be. Just it wasn't wasn't for me. That's Hopefully okay. we didn't complain too loud. <laughs> no. That's hilarious though. And yeah. now we have another uh another opinion from Kurt MF Barlow. I'm assuming MF means motherfucking. So Kurt motherfucking Barlow says. Aside from some okayish allusions to some great horror satire, Nosferatu, Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. this film is absolute garbage. It looks good, I <laughs> guess, but it's just stupid. Poorly written, jumps all over the place for no reason, and the characters suck. Maybe little kids will like it. Maybe. I don't know. And I think the truth is definitely somewhere in between those two, skewing yeah. towards more, more towards Kurt and motherfucking Barlow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. a good point, though. What is who's this movie for? I don't know if kids would like this or not. I don't no. think they would. It's yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not showing Ooh, this to my kids. Show it to your kids, guys. Yes, yes. I, I may. Like at first, I was like, oh, I can watch it with my kids, and I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know if, if they'll like it. If they get bored, they can just walk away, and that can be the review. Yeah, I mean. my kid's kind of savvy for a ten years old, and I don't know if she mm-hmm. would appreciate it. Ah, I got you. Okay. Um. But we'll try. We'll see what happens. I need to sit through it again. I don't know if I I'm good. That. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Dang. All right. Dang. Darn. 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 darn, darn. darn, darn. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it only took us two hours to go through oh, an hour God, and fifty minute movie. You know, we we weren't gonna go dive deep, and then I could tell like the first we really dove deep in that first third of the movie, didn't we? Yeah. Man, um, <laughs> if I could say we're at the fifty minute mark one more time, <laughs> we almost got past that hump three or four times that's mm-hmm. okay that's all right yeah. i think we had, a lot, we had a lot to say it, it, you know what if you listen to our show you know what you're bound to get so yeah. that first that first 25 minutes of us being polite and spoiler free might not be your jam <laughs> it's not like we're mean i i think we're pretty fair and honest about it to be truthful yeah. i mm-hmm. tried i tried yeah. so hard to yeah there's like stuff we music. liked in it yeah and like i said i think it's some parts it's kind of compelling in its own weird way even if i didn't i recognize that some of it's bad you know but yeah it's just it, it wasn't yeah we were, we're being we're just being honest we're just telling it we're telling it like it is yeah <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> compared to the last couple episodes that we've actually watched i think proportionally i enjoyed the same amount really you know that that's from like a, from uh you know the hour and 40 minute movie and the in a 22 minute episode <laughs> yeah. i think it's been about even like think of it like yeah. the standells episode we did and this. oh yeah. well the standells episode oh yeah, my god that, you're that's right a perfect Terry. one yeah proportionally is correct i enjoyed the tall skinny guy with a fat and a pipe <laughs> dancing i yep. enjoyed herman's rock band yeah it is enjoyed Nosferatu dancing percentage in this. <laughs> of the movie yeah. Mm-hmm. holy yeah, shit yeah yeah oh my god well, i'd say know. those are about even in my mind yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and well now do you say is it this is this is it a boy? Blah, blah, blah. Is it a success for Rob Zombie if that's the case? No, no. no. The, the success, be the success works if this does end up being a backdoor pilot into a. Oh, yeah. God, I hope not. Into the rest. I don't of the want series. to see any more of this ever. No, I want somebody else to do it. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that Rob Zombie. I know he's a Monsters fan. I like that he got his chance to do it. And I think he did some stuff right, but I want somebody else to do it now. <laughs> he had a shot. Let's give somebody else a chance. The fact that the three of us found ways to punch up a lot of the things here. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I 
they need to like if they ever want to do this again like it'll be a decade again oh netflix Um, we're listening wink yeah in like 10 years in in 10 years when we when we have to then revive the monster hunters um (laughs) for for a new series uh you know I, i hope they find somebody who can actually craft something that is actually quality around these characters Mm -hmm. and not just some fun visuals and like a you know a handful of reference images and and images that we like like the the rock band or that weird animated thing or just the comfort of them being in maki bird lane and and those type of things yeah um yeah they got to do oh spot cuddling in the bed with them at night that was kind of fun that was nice yeah to me, uh, I won't get into it because we've already got into a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Big, yeah. big swing and a miss for me. Yep. Two stars mm-hmm. is about right. I wish out of ten. Was that two out of ten? You said two out of ten. Yep. Okay, okay. I really want like this movie going <clears throat> in because, believe it or not, I like the monsters. I, I, I have yeah. fun picking apart the show and making fun of the dumb stuff. And yeah, a lot of the episodes are pretty shitty for now but probably good at the time mm-hmm. but i like the monsters i want the monsters to be cool and good because i we were cool and good when i was a kid and this yep. just is not it not it yeah. same you I'm know pretty what? sure i'm pretty yeah. sure the babysitter broke in those first like three minutes <laughs> oh god yeah and yeah. and and so we like she's like wait a minute they're they're gonna spend 15 minutes digging graves what i'm out <laughs> i will say yeah. though yeah. from the like, first trailer Babysitter's like, I don't have a podcast to record. I'm out. <laughs> Babysitter, done. But from the first trailer, the sound and mm-hmm. the like, the color correction and finishing looked like a finished movie. Yeah. Yep. Ten times better. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it all okay. fixed. The, uh, the like technical elements that I was worried about in the trailer, it all mm-hmm. fixed, I think, in this. Like, at least like in like the, yeah, camera work and the audio recording. Looked and sounded less like an iPhone movie. Yep. Shot with iPhone. Mm-hmm. all right and I'll, I'll throw it out there you know i'm uh I'm shunning the streaming services my amazon copy of the monsters movie came in just in time before i had to start watching it for today's recording so i you bought the to, movie i was able to shun Ooh. the net terry <laughs> you bought the movie <laughs> i bought it all right so this is a good point to say hey remember www patreon.com slash monster hunters is out there help support the show yep. uh, get bonus right. episodes and content from us uh, and then boy find a way to get Terry back as $19 <laughs> it was only like 13 bucks honestly find so a way to get bad. Terry back as 13 honestly bucks. The, the patreon doesn't even support the show it's just it's helping support Terry's habits and Terry's got a habit <laughs> yeah DVDs that's true that no one should own yeah, well, you oh know, I stick to my conventions. I shun the streaming services if I can. Um, do uh, I regret it? Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that ambiguous. You know, I'm I'm mysterious in that way. You know, no, I don't know. Oh man! But it's here now, so there. It's sitting in my PS5, yeah, just fermenting. So that's nice. <laughs> oh man! I hope I well. As I was gonna say, I hope it warps in there, but that means your PS5. They let you return it. They let you return it, like. Yeah, I didn't like this. Can I get my Run money back there? to Coles real fast. They probably would take it. I, yeah. I do. I kind of want to watch it again with the commentary on it. Like there's I want to know. No, yeah. There, there's a dot. 
when I ordered it, it was supposed to come in away earlier. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the movie. And then I'm going to, there's like a documentary on there and there's commentary. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get all the inside scoops on this thing. But there's no time, unfortunately. Is there an all black and white version? No, I wish. Oh, that'd have been nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. You know, even if I didn't like it, look, the things I do for the monsters. <laughs> yeah. The things I do for this ridiculous podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'd recommend oh. just watching on Netflix for all other viewers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, gentlemen, oh, thank you well. for going down this adventure, this rabbit hole of, of, of just awfulness. Yeah. <laughs> this, this may never happen again in our lifetime. A, a monsters, a modern monsters thing. Like we may never yeah. get this again. I don't know. In which we are doing a monsters podcast at the same time. And we, you'd, you'd be, you'd be, uh, you'd be getting hit by lightning uh, while being eaten by a shark uh, during a lunar eclipse. That's the chances of that. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. And the thing is, we started this podcast with no care in the world for this movie. We right. didn't even mm. know it existed. I didn't at least. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, I thought the entire podcast. I was talking about this episode. Like, no. That's how, that's how, <laughs> no, the podcast. That's how long ago it's been. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't pick the monsters because there was a movie coming out no we simply were like we we're trying to find something to do and that seemed to work and it just happened to be coincidence that oh our, there's also a movie coming out maybe they'll you know some people check in with us yeah uh see how it's going and all um but yeah it you know we uh, derek i think you said the best we we don't we don't actually dislike the monsters but we also like we're not afraid to like pick everything apart yeah. uh in the show and this just had a lot more to pick apart with. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, we don't take the monsters, the show, or ourselves too seriously. No. So, no, oh, God, it's no. Like, it's like, whatever. We're going to, yep. we'll make fun of ourselves. We'll make fun of the monsters. We'll do whatever. We'll say mm-hmm. what's good. We'll say what's bad. But yep. here we are. I was happy to hear. Yeah. Like if any of the listeners, you know, you missed our, your chance to chime in. If you want to hit us up and tell us your thoughts, if you liked it, if you didn't, oh, it's yeah. still a time. There's still time. Well, mm-hmm. well yeah, just do it. We'll talk about Let it. Us know. I'm sure. Yeah. No, and and if our review saved you from what if you listen if you <laughs> just sat through an over two hour podcast to avoid watching an hour 50 minute movie <laughs> good for you wow you know <laughs> i didn't think of it that way that's interesting uh, hmm. god all right yeah, yeah we should get in this <laughs> but we 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 gotta pull the ripcord gents mm. and like parachute out of this plane oh i'm already i'm already back on the beach he's on the beach roasting a weenie oh wow he better save some for us dtp down there like oh thank god this is over time to come on i must stay up here for a bit actually all right hey and you know we should end this like we do every episode ingenuity Oh no! Integrity. Integrity is not a word. <laughs> Do <Dude>, intelligence. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Do not Dude, apply in this particular. They situation. have no dominion because it's always it's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. Oh, there it is. The monster hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. 
For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullett. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.